Fighting on Games Cast. Uh, it's episode 39. The date today of recording is the 22nd of March. And I guess it'll go up 23rd. I don't know. What are we like cataloging this like the Starship I, Enterprise now? Yeah, what exactly. I, I, feel, I, feel like, I feel like I should start doing that. Every, every other fucking podcast does it. So um, I, I don't oh. know. We're, we're trying to be legitimate here, Nico, because we're actual press now. Because we've got some big news <laughs> that we just found out today. Which is, which is that we're going to E3, <laughs> which is like it's, the dumbest fucking thing ever. <laughs> we did it. We're here. We yeah, exactly. We're live from E3. How's it going, everyone? Oh, look, it's uh, it's Mr. Sony. Hey, how's it going, man? Yeah, uh, Cliffy B's here. Yeah. Cliffy, what are you doing? Oh, he yeah. lives here. He lives look. in the LA Convention Center when it's uh, empty. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Cliffy, got any hot takes on PC gaming? Of course you do. When are we getting um, Jazz Jackrabbit three? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but um, but yeah. Oh, sorry, I, I'm Hamish Black. I'm the host of Writing <laughs> on Games. With me is my co-host uh, and producer <laughs> Nico Blakely. I uh, do what needs to be done, and I won't let anyone stand in my way. Uh, we need oh, Dixie man. Cups ASAP for the next shoot. And... Uh, yeah. I mean, like, I wonder if they actually listened to the podcast because the past couple of times we've referred to this as the Great E3 Swindle. <laughs> god damn it. Yeah, we've... Maybe this is... Oh, God. What if it's, like, a false acceptance and we're oh, going to walk in and it's going to be an empty room and a guy's going to throw us in a sack and we're never going to be heard from again? <laughs> you get you think you're going to swindle us, Shanghai in E3, huh? We knew who you were. <laughs> we're the true swindlers. <laughs> God. We saw what you said about Breath of the Wild, motherfucker. <laughs> we don't agree with Nintendo. They don't show here anymore. <laughs> oh, but yeah, that's this is a fucking weird thing that, like, I, I was just kind of working on the script for the next episode, like, because I need, I really need to get that done, like, ASAP. Um and then I got that fucking email through, like, I'd just been kind of, like, checking every so often to see, and it was just, like, registration status pending, and I was kind of just thinking, ah, we're probably not going to get in, like, you know, because I'm just, you know, it's just a YouTube channel and a podcast, like, you know, they seemed, like, very strict about, you know, you must meet a certain view count and subscriber count and stuff like that, and I was like, uh, I don't know, but it, it might as well try, um, but I guess now actually going to be there so i yeah i mean it, it's it's cool because like it's weird you, it, you know like i i i have wanted to go to e3 since i was a kid like yeah that, that it's it's satisfying a weird like like nico nico brain of like circa 97 is like yeah. what i really wanted to go you know like, yeah totally it's 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 crazy, man. Like I mean, like yeah. I'm, I mean, the thing is, like like I said in the like last couple of podcasts, like I'm kind of just excited to come over and hang out. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, no, that's like seriously, like the uh, like E three or not, it'll be cool to hang out. And, yes, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like um, it's you know, it's been a while since we've seen each other and stuff. So yeah, it'll be also now. Now we really because I I was not kidding when I said if we didn't get in, we were just gonna like shoot something sitting outside the front of the convention center <laughs> with everyone in the background, and we yeah. would have probably been asked to leave but that would have been worthwhile enough footage so. exactly then 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 you know like then we get the clickbait title of we were kicked out of e3 for being rowdy oh. boys oh <laughs> like, no. oh god now that we got to i have to buy something for us now that we got in what 
And you know what it is, I think. Nico, is it Tomato Way? No, because <laughs> I, I know that you've already been given that game. <laughs> well, come on, adoring, adoring or hateful fan, depending on <laughs> how you look at it. And Thank you. <laughs> but, okay, what's this thing? Uh, I mentioned it It's uh, uh, the other day about how if we get D3, we may have to walk oh, around in uh, fuck, okay. matching <laughs> merch. Uh <laughs> Well, I mean, we can't just, like, say that and not tell people what we mean. Go and look at DSP's Teespring. Look for punished DSP. It's, it's, a, it's a whole thing. It's, oh, God, I hope, I hope there's some left. <laughs> They've been selling like hotcakes, baby. <laughs> Apparently they actually have. No, according to DSP, they have, who also oh, yeah. said, we sold like 15 shirts. <laughs> like, he also claimed to have bought five. <laughs> so do with that information what you will, because that seems a little weird. Yeah, like a third a of bit. his sales. <laughs> All stuff that he bought to show off on a stream to, to get people to buy them. Like, oh, yeah, 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 that's right. He said I should buy my own merch so I can show it off. Uh, the, like, he keeps, he keeps like, name-dropping Teespring as if, like, and saying, oh, I'm working with Teespring. Like, they reached out to me as if it's, like, someone at Teespring's like, yeah, we've got to get DSP on board, man. We've got to get him on board. Like, you know, he's he's hot with the millennials. He's, like... Teespring you know, is just seriously, like, it, it's just, like, a better version of, like, the Cafe Press sites. Yeah, But he's exactly. acting like you have to go through litigation to get on there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like setting up an eBay account. Everyone can do it. Do you have PayPal? You're in. <laughs> so yeah, like, uh, I, I don't know. He's, but he's with a new network now. He's on the same network as Donkey, and it's you know hoping for that big collabo to come along. Um, <laughs> have you realized that as much as we make fun of DSP, he is now getting the front discussion segment of our podcast now. Like he, he's one. <laughs> Got like, front page. We've now literally just launched into DSP. We haven't even been talking like five minutes. We we got into E3 today. Like, we got into E3 and DSP gets front page news. <laughs> that's that's what you that's what you get when you sign up for the writing on games cast. We go off on tangents, baby. It's jazz. It's uh we're 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 improvising podcasting. It's it's brilliant. Um but yeah, so I guess like in, in the like in a couple of months look out for us podcasting in the same room which will be weird <laughs> and, yeah that will be weird and yeah we'll... <laughs> and then also maybe like we'll be well obviously we'll be making some video content i guess like nico you're gonna appear on the channel <laughs> i've already I'm, appeared on the channel <laughs> have you? well in voice form i guess Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, because the podcast clips. I know. Also, you have appeared on the channel in in Dark Souls form because uh, that's right. the footage of us just fucking around in Dark that's Souls right. Three. I am. I am wet standpipe. That's me. <laughs> the uh, the irked priest. I don't remember the surname. I get. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I mean, I guess like that, it'll be weird. Like we, I mean, we'll we'll have. To, I mean, we'll have to think about what kind of coverage will actually be doing for it I, I mean i guess like kind of camera facing stuff would be cool but you know we'll end think of it. the day video cast yeah. I don't... exactly yeah yeah i did just um, get an awesome coffee table in my house so now i can you can put goofy doodads on it for a nice set yep. put a nice yep. fern plant there for us to 
talk in front of? I don't know. But whatever the <laughs> nice... Gotta got have those plants. If I don't have those plants, plant. I kick off. Um, go get some tropical fruit plants or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm feeling I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Um, but... <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's the weird dumb shit that's happened to us today. Um, I don't feel but, like I deserve to get into E3, but I got in. <laughs> it feels I great. <laughs> I, I I don't I don't feel like anyone kind of like I, I feel like if you deserve to get into E3, you probably don't want to go to E3. I feel like that's kind of where it's at now. Like I feel like everyone that's trying to get into E3 is is like kind of knows that like. I probably shouldn't be getting into E3. Like, you know, I I, I, I don't know. It's, it's a weird fucking thing. But I wonder um, if we're going to know less this year. by Because I'm going to now not check out any of the online stuff until after it's over to oh, see yeah. if I get just as much info from going there in person or if I actually get significantly less. I mean, it's, 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 it's weird because it's like, you know, now, now it's like, now it's a thing of... I mean, because like I say, I, w- I wasn't actually expecting that we'd get in. Like, I-, I was, I was fully expecting it just to come up, like, say, rejected or whatever. Um, and then, like, actually seeing it, you know, getting my visa letter through and stuff, which was weird. Um, like, I-, I was kind of like, oh shit, this. I actually have like a lot to do now. Like, I need to like make appointments and shit. I need to be like emailing exhibitors and you know trying to make shit happen. Like, like what something that a lot of people don't realize i guess is that media badges don't get you into the press conferences the press conferences are held by the companies like you know like sony and microsoft they they it's it's separate from e3 so like you have to like email them directly um so i've got to like do that i guess and start like kind of so it's all these things that need to start going into motion i'm like fuck okay um it's the same with you know just even things like booking flights and shit like i haven't i haven't actually flown in like years now (laughs) so that's that's gonna be weird um but yeah (laughs) this whole thing is fucking crazy man but uh yeah I'm, i'm i'm glad it's happening it'll be it'll be fun um so yeah uh i guess more updates on that as time progresses but uh but yeah um wait what would your uh uh just this is a completely has nothing to do with anything we were just talking about but what would your uh american shirt size more or less be oh wait never mind if it's anything less than large <laughs> then we can't get it so i guess we're getting larges <laughs> for a minute i was like what what the fuck are you talking and then i was like oh he's actually fucking looking at the dsp shirts oh you thought i was kidding motherfucker we're getting these <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh i can't wait uh, we only got six hours it's the last day to order oh for fuck's sake oh wow, yeah that's how, dude, that's how teespring works be. isn't it <laughs> i like that i can't get anything below a large it's teespring i thought they make them after you order yeah yeah like did, did DSP just specify like no? <laughs> All, none of my fans are less than fat. I don't know. Like, is that what he's like? Please, <laughs> DSP. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That, oh, Way to Jesus assume. Christ. Yeah, exactly. I've lost a bunch of weight recently. Okay, like I, I, I need to be able to show off my fucking muscles, man. Um, but yeah, Jesus oh, Christ. Um, well, it's too late now. <laughs> Consider ourselves punished. Yeah, exactly. You know, like. You know, moving swiftly away from stuff that has nothing to do with games like E3. Um, <laughs> have, have you been Have you been playing anything? Oh, nothing much. Just 
Breath of the Wild still. Of course. Yep. And it's amazing. Uh, I love that game. So uh, good. So good. I'm not going to go off and say it's... I'm going to say this is the best game I've played to date in 2017. <laughs> I don't want to push it past that yet because I, I feel like I should sink more hours in before I give my final we all know what's coming uh, yeah. final word on this of I think this might be one of the best games I've ever played in my life. Yeah. And I'm trying and I'm trying to convince you every time I say that that it's not coming from a place of like hysteria. Like I, <laughs> the hype is is kind of brushed off and I just find myself kind of wanting to get in that game whenever I can. Like it's Oh yeah, of course. Uh, I mean uh, like what what I will say is that it's 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 only now that I'm kind of like having played like a few more games and stuff like i'm kind of thinking now like i'd quite like to go back to breath of the wild but it's not like the same kind of thing of oh fuck i I really like miss that that world that it was like last week or whatever but i'm sure if i picked it up again then i would quickly get back into that mindset because it's just it's such a kind of just magical experience that kind of can't help but rub off on you in a, well, in a weird I, I'm way. I'm just like, I, I have I have new questions every time I boot that game up. Like, yeah. not like, how the fuck do I play this game? More like, what the fuck is the deal with X thing on that mountain? Or, you know, like, and, yeah. and then I like, I I then spend like an hour trying to figure it out, like, you know, in the game, or like, there was some, this is not a spoiler, by the way, this is like a weird side quest that I think you could easily miss, is these two guys were talking in a, uh, at a horse stable place, and they like mentioned some riddle they overheard that led you yeah. to treasure, and I like had an amazing little the, the experience that the Elder Scroll games claim to give you, where I did nothing but you know like had no map help or anything. I just used my wits, like read the map according to the riddle, and like figured out this little treasure hunt thing and found totally. all this treasure by myself. It was amazing. Like yeah, yeah, it was I some mean, Morrowind ass shit, not some Skyrim shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. I had to use, like, my intuition knowing which they were, like, referring to a a smaller version of another natural structure or whatever like that. And I had to, like, figure out that just by staring at the map and just remembering past little adventures I'd been on. It was amazing. Yeah, there there are a lot of, like, little riddle puzzles like that. And, like, some of them are, like, super simple. Like, they basically just explain it to you. But, like, some of them are, like, you know, kind of... You have to, like, remember, like, okay, I, I seem to remember a place like that that I came across on my way here, uh, but, like, I don't know what I've got to do when I get there. I've got to, like, figure that out. Some of them could be quite cryptic and stuff, you know, and it's... Um, yeah, they were cool. Yeah, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's dope, and it's just, it plays into that kind of, you know, um, very, like, experimental, exploratory play style that's, that is encouraged by the game, you know? Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it's fantastic. Um, yeah, uh, prepare for spoilers now from, from here on out, like nothing, uh, nothing plot related. Cause to be honest, I I haven't haven't moved the main quest forward at all. I I spoiled the plot last week. It's, you know, uh, because it doesn't matter. It's, uh, I I imagine you kill Ganon. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. You know, is you kill Ganon, you save Hyrule, like is this, there's nothing yeah. like what you know like you said last week it's the, it's the journey not the destination and that isn't that is include including the the story as well like what what matters isn't you know destroying ganon or like w- what is interesting about that story potentially is like how they characterize 
Zelda in in like a kind of weird way that they might not have done before where she's she's like this kind of person who's had this who's, who's who's had some authority kind of thrust upon her you're not really sure whether she wants it or not but like she's also being kind of babied through it and she doesn't want to be babied through it she wants to assert her own like kind of dominance and stuff like that stuff is is quite cool and that's kind of delivered very kind of piecemeal and everything but and yeah th- it's, that's more fleshing out that's for any one character ever in the history of the series. <laughs> like, yeah, that's yeah, actually, exactly. There's, there's motivation in that character. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and like, and, and like, that's the kind of stuff that, you know, that's the only stuff about like the story that's, that's really worth, you know, giving a shit about. Uh, like, the, you know, yeah. the, the plot, the plot is as basic as you can fucking get. It's, it's almost like a re- I, I like to kind of view, like, I know there's a timeline and everything, but the older I get, the more I'm kind of more okay with just viewing every Zelda game as, like, another version of the same story. Yeah, Like a yeah. retelling with different factors changed yeah, around. Course. And I mean, that's honestly how you should. I mean, if you want to get, like, super deep into the, the meaning behind the story, the story almost feels like it's commenting on how you're almost doing the same thing over and over. You know what I mean? The well, whole, yes. I the mean, beginning the, of that game is kind of... Here we go again. Yeah, Zelda, yeah. You know, like it was like a whole. Here's here's another Zelda. <laughs> like that's yeah. Kind of- I mean, it's, it's it's interesting because like of things like the you know the place names and stuff. I mean, obviously, like uh, you know, nearly all like Zelda games have taken places from you know all these uh, like the previous games and like reinterpreted them or something. But it's like that here. You have that on uh, a gargantuan scale like all these places you know like kakariko village and you know all that kind of stuff like all these places have been in previous zelda games like but yeah. the way they've been reimagined and stuff is really really neat and yeah it's, it's and yeah. and if it's not a, a like a village or a location that's been in a previous zelda game it's like a place named after a cool random character from previous zelda games like yeah yeah there's a lake in the Zora domain that's called Ruto Lake, and if you played Ocarina of Time, that's the princess you got to save out of Jabu Jabu's mouth in that same place. Right. It's like all, it's just like little shoutouts. I okay, seriously, spoilers on this one, just because <laughs> I know this is a this is a fan favorite. So skip ahead like five seconds. I'll say it real quick. Tingle Island. <laughs> I haven't even gone there yet. I've just seen it on the map. It's spelled in a different way. Yeah, and it's next to a series of islands with other names that I believe maybe this fellow's like brothers i think wind waker touches on that little thing but that that's already got me like oh god am i gonna am i gonna meet him what's yeah. he gonna look like like i don't know like that's uh, that's that's the type of shit that keeps me coming back to this game is totally. i'll see something on a map and i'll make a note of it later in my brain and just be like oh and then if i'm near that area i'll be like oh shit we gotta stop what we're doing and go check out you know that island <laughs> yeah I, I mean it's it's interesting because it's like the way they have revisited all this stuff, it's it's not it's not in really like a kind of hey check out this you know like thing from a previous game. It's it's almost like the opposite where it's like because the whole world like the, the you know is is it's incredibly beautiful and rich in detail like uh, you know uh, the kind of color palette and you know the the variety of the different environments you come into. But yeah, it's kind of dying world or it's dying if not already dead like it's been fucked in my opinion look at some of the structures yeah the whole the whole point is that calamity ganon has come in and 
destroyed everything. Like you tried to, you tried to stop him like a hundred years ago and failed, and, and you died. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Ex- ex- so like you know the the whole thing is like it's it's this very kind of calm beautiful serene environment that is always kind of tinged with this notion that this isn't meant to be like this this is just nature taking its course after you know for like pardon the pun a calamitous event you know it's uh <laughs> it's, it's it, it, like it, it, that that kind of extends to things like the music like i remember at first oh yeah you know, a, a lot a lot of people have a lot of people were complaining about the soundtrack and i was kind of one of them at first i was kind of like eh, you know it's, it's a little bit like muted for my taste it's not quite you know the it's not got the the kind of the grand um orchestral things that you know scream go adventure you know it, it, the, it, in from previous games it's it's very very muted and like one of my friends um who you know sometimes does stuff with the channel bag of knives who you should totally check out um he described it as elegiac and i was like that's a really good way to describe it and that kind of actually contextualizes a lot of the kind of places physically as well where it's like it's this kind of very mournful like it should be like it should be this kind of grand orchestral thing but a lot of those themes have just been taken and just reduced to very very minimal like you know just kind of piano like twinkles or whatever like just as you kind of explore they'll just kind of randomly pop up and it just it they sound like they sound as significant as the wind in that world you know and that's like that's I, I kind really of weird. wish I could turn it off sometime. Okay, so I know it's yeah. fucking blasphemous because Zelda is, is like well known for like no matter what you think of the games, it's pretty much got flawless music like yeah, across yeah. the board for sure. Like, but like, and, and and that before I go any further with this opinion, I must say this this game has some fucking killer music when yeah. the music actually gets going. And for sure, that, I'm including the like notes on a piano. Like yes. th- those yes. are awesome. Sometimes. It, this is weird. Does it remind you like the Sims sometimes? The the yeah, Sims piano yeah, the, the, stuff, the, the, the the build mode stuff. Like yeah, yeah. yeah it, like it's, it's really chill. Like when you're just yeah. kind of flying, and they'll just kind of bring up a little piano thing, and it's not very. It's a very like neutral feeling song. It's not like happy, but it's not yeah. sad. It's just kind of. But yeah, I, like I, that that stuff. But I, I I do wish that just if I wanted to, there was a way to just make it ambient sounds because the ambient yeah. sounds in that game are amazing. Like. Oh yeah, just the way I, I, they the way well, like sound carries on the wind. Like you can hear that one guy who plays his accordion in different locations on the yeah. map, and like you can it picks up depending on the wind direction. Like that's really cool. It's it's so dope, man. I mean, the thing is, it's like also though, like when, it's it's really interesting because I was like I specifically listened to just the soundtrack the other day, and it was like there were a lot of things in there. Like the piano is super like staccato and almost kind of like glitchy sounding it's it's like th- these weird like kind of electroacoustic um you, you know reimaginings of like old zelda themes like if you listen to the the riding theme at night it it plays like kind of the the there's like a, there's like a cello or something or a viola like playing the like you know the kind of main uh, theme of zelda yeah. Um, but like over this kind of really like staccato kind of glitched out minimal piano and i was like i was thinking like 
this sounds like something like Fortet would do or something like that, you know? And <laughs> yeah. I, 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 and I'm like, this is like really, really dope. It, it, it's kind of shocking to me that they actually like went with that kind of style because like you say, like the music is so iconic in those games. The idea that they would like kind of bring that back is really kind of bold and cool. Wow, this like is it works out, you know? Code- Koji Kondo did not do this. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean, like, uh, well, that, I mean, he he technically probably gets his name stamped in there because mm-hmm. there are uh, the, the like motifs, horse stables. Yeah. Horse stables have like remixes of the Epona song. I'm not yeah, going to yeah. call it the, what everyone apparently is saying Epona is now pronounced as. I'm not going to call it Epona. That's not sorry. That's not Epona. Fucking it's, it's a, po- it's, a pony. it's a pony. Sorry. It's a pony. Epona. 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 Yeah, like. Jesus, Epona. I hate that pronunciation so much. It's been popping up on the internet lately. It's just, yeah. I'm going to pronounce like, it's, the way I do. All it's, right, it's, like, it's, it's, like Gif, it's like Giff and Jeff. You know, it's like fucking the, the, oh, the guy said Jeff, but it's, it, you know, it's, it's fucking not Jeff. Shut up. The people have taken that pronunciation away from you, sir. It's exactly. Gif. Yeah. yeah. The coup. <laughs> it's, I can't believe, though, that, like, I don't know, you'd think... I guess Koji's got to move on to other things eventually. What does Koji Kondo actually do nowadays? It's other fucking, than just who knows, man. have people build off of his own songs uh, yeah, from, I mean, from the 80s. <laughs> to, to, yeah, exactly. To be honest, he's probably doing quite all right. Uh, hey, just Mish. off that. What? <laughs> you got you to see Koji Kondo's Wikipedia page. Uh, okay, I'm, 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 I'm literally on it just oh, for the, the picture they use looks, looks like he's wearing he's Mickey, got Mickey Mouse ears. ears. <laughs> the fuck? It's just an illusion because of <laughs> something in the background, but it's perfect. <laughs> just trying to look up the last game he, like, for sure composed. Or uh, he was a Super Mario Maker. That was composition and arrangement. One because the other one, the other Does one that is even supervisor. Because that's that's just all old music. I mean, it? I guess like. Uh, I, I don't fucking know. Uh, 3D um, World might have been the last time he did composition. And other than that, I mean, he this, just this, 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 this literally says he did composition and arrangement yeah. on uh, Super Mario Maker. So I don't know. He probably composed some new stuff for that. Uh, but uh, maybe the, the voices that say um, coin, 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 coin every time you put them down or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the best thing. Coin, 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 coin. His last game was Paper Mario Color Splash. Oh, God. Uh, what way to go out? Go out with a, a bang. Waste of talent there. Yeah. <laughs> um, Anyways, the music's anyway, brilliant. The music is really great. Um, but yeah. Uh, so, little so, moments I mean, like, what, are to die for in this game. I just, yes. I mean, like, what, 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 what's your kind of goal at the moment? Do you have one in terms... Like, are, are, you, are you following any particular quest? Or are you just, uh, are you just uh, going... Uh, I've decided to finally get my shit together and start going after the, um, once again, if keywords are freaking you out, skip ahead. The yeah. Divine Beasts. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, I have not gone to a single one of them yet. I haven't even gotten to, like, where they're stomping around, although I've seen a couple in the air while flying. I flew yes. towards one in the desert. That, and you, 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 were, you remember the whole plane thing? That yes. that was that was what I was meaning. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I, uh, so I did see one of those on the horizon, and I I have never gotten up close to that plane thing yet. I just see it oh, silhouette, and it looks like a plane. It, the designs okay, that, on the, the designs on those things are so good. Like, the weird elephant one is awesome. I yeah. love that weird fucking mech elephant thing. It's like 
It's, it's but like it looks the, like it's made the, out of wood or something. It's cool. They're, they're all like weird mixes of, you know, um, of, well, obviously animals and, you know, uh, but also the kind of same, uh, you know, uh, kind of building blocks that the, the buildings use and also like weird futuristic technology and stuff. And it, it's the weird. It's, the shrine aesthetic, right? Yes. It's like, yes. Yeah. Totally, yeah. Um, I, people are like talking mad shit on like how all those shrines look the same and like am I the only one who doesn't care? Like, like it's, yeah, I mean, I that doesn't, doesn't matter. Like the, the shrines are there for the puzzle. It's not for you to gawk at. Like people yeah. are claiming that like oh you only did the puzzles because they were you got like a nice reward of like interesting scenery at the end. I was like, is that really? No, I mean because puzzles, my the, friend. Like it's, like honestly, like you know, I mean yes, if you're talking about the literal like textures and tiles that they use for the puzzles like yeah they look the same but there's I like there there's there, I mean the aesthetic they, like they look really good but there's also like the the layout of the dungeons and what they require you to do or I say dungeons the shrines uh, are often like super like varied and I've been like very surprised at some of them it's I don't I don't see that as a as an issue. Like I love I, that you can fudge almost all of them in a goofy way and not do exactly what they want you to do. Like yeah, you kind of like sure, man. not like it's it's not cheating cuz you still did what the the game it's, gave you the tools. So it's, it's like It's the Hitman thing, you know. It, yeah. it, you know, you you can you can do like you, you know, you could do the opportunities or you could just do some weird fucking crazy shit that maybe isn't the most practical way to do it, but it's your solution and you did it and that is its own sense of reward and that's the same with this, you know. It's, so I, I, I don't I don't think, you know, the, the, the whole like, oh, the shrines look the same, like, what were you expecting? <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, like, all the dungeons in past Zeldas have all been just, like, stone buildings. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, yeah. So. And, you know, one was green because it was, like, the forest one. Like, it's, I don't know. When I think of how the dungeons look that's never why i remember a specific dungeon i remember dungeons based on like the experience that's why the water temple is so significant because that was a living hell and yeah yeah it's i don't know the forest temple music you know it's i don't know yeah yeah i get i get this game is not perfect i'll totally say that it's maybe perfect for me but i could totally see why like half the world seems to be doing their best to like kill people praising this game <laughs> yeah like i mean it's 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 it's, it's you know, it's very easy to be skeptical. Like, I, 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 I get it. Like, there, there are things that I like think maybe could have been implemented better. Like, you know, oh, for sure. But like, it's, for it's, sure. It, like, I, I feel like part of that is almost is also like, you know, people are onto something, but they're not onto it in the right way. Like the weapon durability thing. Like, people are saying, oh, it sucks. It shouldn't be in the game. Without that in the game, the game breaks. It, it, like you know no you'd no longer have any reason to explore any of these places you have no way to like build yourself up like you can just go and do the divine beasts and stuff like is it perfect no it, yeah it's it's maybe a little too harsh at the start and then combined with the 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 the, the idea that you collect better weapons as you go combined with the the fact that you have to be able to do the dungeons out of sync means that the weapon durability system becomes like maybe like too easy at the end or totally without consequence you know so it is like there there's there's probably a middle ground there that they they 
they maybe didn't hit but it's but without that you you have no means of progressing like you 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 would just start out as one thing and you would end as one thing you know it's uh so i, I don't know it's, i mean like um my you know if you uh, want that if you want to retain your same equipment that never breaks there's like 16 other zelda games that will do that for you yes um <laughs> so i don't know i mean there's there's a good video um by uh by my friend uh bokenjima um yeah. Who, who who kind of argues for the weapon durability system and he yeah. makes a good case for it and stuff so it's you know it, like it's it's not like I, I, i've seen people say like jim sterling did this and so did angry joe where they were like it's not realistic like fucking of course it's not realistic what are you talking about like calamity ganon now that's real <laughs> yeah exactly like you know like angry joe's review in particular was also like literally two minutes before he said that was like all these people claiming the world is empty or whatever like you know that it's a fantasy world and then two minutes later like oh the weapons aren't realistic like fucking shut up miss (laughs) 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 exactly the angry angry joe army is ours man fucking it's not it's not yours (laughs) but uh yeah i i I don't know like it's 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 not some like i mean i'm not gonna get into the discussion of the reviews or whatever because it's you know it's fucking so fucking chaos trite and just boring like just they they have their own opinions jim's are actually you know he's got some fair points and like i you know agree with him or not like it's not fucking oh. worth the the shit that he got for it and everything but um i like yeah, i like um, i like sterling's review i i find that guy to be like kind of a contrarian for the sake of just just being a contrarian sometimes but yeah like i don't i don't have a problem with that either like it's like oh yeah for sure it's it's, it's like that's the thing it's his thing you know it's, who cares like I, I mean i i i think that jim sterling is is a better writer than he is i i prefer his writing to his character like the the, the character of the jimquisition guy you know it's yeah so you know um so i i, I don't know it's um yeah it, it, like the, the the reviews thing is like is kind of you know i i would be way more skeptical of the people giving it you know 10 out of 10s and stuff like that than i ever would be of sterling's review like saying oh there's some issues with it you know like so i i, I don't know but um it, there's also the idea that review scores probably don't matter all that much like they have their purpose sometimes but don't don't care about them too much it's not worth it um but yeah anyway back to the game <laughs> it's uh um yeah it, it's it, it's really fucking good and whilst it does have its issues there is no denying that it's a good a really really good game and it will be at near the top if not the top of my game of the year list this year i can guarantee see it it's also got dlc coming like yeah that's and what the fuck could that even be i've like, never like i mean i forgot li- li- literally the only dlc that i'm interested in is is the story stuff which which you know sounds weird because like i say the story isn't great but it's like i just i i, I like the idea of a canon continuation like because all this stuff about you know oh there's extra you know like dungeons and stuff like motherfucker i've still got hundreds of shrines to find like it's yeah so you know um i i, I more, don't know. more korok seeds yeah yeah, yeah exactly like another 900 
exactly do i get the switch t-shirt on my on my wii u like probably not <laughs> forgot um, about that yeah exactly um so yeah i don't know it's I'll, I'll 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 think about that when you know the the meteor dlc comes out i guess um but yeah it's it's really fucking good and i i, I yeah like i mean i it, it's, it's, it's weird because like <laughs> i i went to the divine beasts or, or rather i went to one divine beast i just kind of followed a waypoint that was given to me after i talked to impa and uh then like i got there and it was like hey you know go 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 fight these things and at that point i still thought like man i'm really not ready for combat yet <laughs> so i was just like okay i'm not going to touch the divine beast for ages and that was partially why i think it kind of got a little bit broken in terms of difficulty because I built myself up so much and then went and fought the Divine Beasts or, you know, went and, like, tackled them and they were kind of piss easy. <laughs> like, it was... Yeah. Uh, so How many um, hearts and stuff did you have? I just got my... I, I now have, uh, like, two rings of... Or, like, I have the initial stamina thing with one extra ring around yeah, it now yeah, yeah, and yeah. then I have five hearts, I think. Is it five hearts in total? Yeah. Right, okay. I... I it's, it's, it's weird because i because there are things that i i don't want to spoil for you um <laughs> is it like i had 13 hearts before i tackled the oh, first wow. divine beast because oh, wow yeah because, I, because, well, i've be, been putting all of my shit into stamina so it's like yeah i mean i i, I would have done that as well were it not for the fact that i was going for a very specific item um so hmm. you know it, it was like that you know again i, I don't want to spoil it but it's uh you know that like i've heard people say like oh if you if you put if you put all your stuff into stamina it breaks the game because you can climb anywhere or whatever but if you put all your stuff into hearts it equally breaks the game because the stuff that required you to be totally on your shit in terms of combat you know you can just fucking you can take a couple of hits like you'll still get fucked up if you're not like careful but as long as you prepare meals and shit or you, you you have healing stuff you're fine it's not an issue um so yeah it's i i, I don't know the, the the difficulty balancing is weird in that game so um, it's i mean it, it, what difficulty balancing is perfect in any open world game where you can dark go souls. to no. <laughs> this game is dark souls hamish don't you it's, understand it, i mean it's it, like you know for for all <laughs> that you know dark souls comparisons are lazy and the and the fucking angry joe said this it kind oh, no. of is nintendo's version of dark souls in some oh, weird yeah. ways like it's well, it's actually funny when you were talking about the setting earlier i almost did say it actually feels a lot like the first dark souls yeah where yeah, you yeah. Kind, exactly. where you're in this massive world where most of the structures are kind of larger than you are and mm-hmm. it looks like everything went to fuck about uh, a couple years before you showed up like yeah it's got some dark soulsiness not I, I obviously mean, not also people also bleak. the fact the fact that it's like you're you're your progression through the world isn't necessarily tied to stats you know i mean yeah i mean it kind of is like in the you know it's it's in the weapon durability and stuff like you get you can upgrade your gear and stuff i never found any real benefit to that like it wasn't noticeable i was still i was still going even with upgraded gear i was still taking you know just about as much damage and stuff like that it wasn't so it's kind of interesting that like a lot of the stuff is down to 
for me anyway, it was down to like, oh shit, okay, I need to get better at the parry thing, which is a very Dark Souls thing as well, you know, and it's like... That's I, hard. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I like can't, uh, other than the tutorial where like five minutes after the tutorial of learning how to do that stuff, I was nailing it left and right with like yeah. moblins and stuff. And now I just can't do it. Like I can't. It's, you, you do get into a rhythm for it. I, again, same as Dark Souls. You just get a, you, you get a feel yeah. for the animations and stuff. And, and that kind of helps you get into the rhythm of combat a bit more. And I, I'm a scrub. Yeah. I use my shield to do the parries more. Oh yeah, for it, sure. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a lot easier. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, it's, there, there are some... What's that? Sorry, <laughs> I just spilled uh, Coke Zero all over myself in excitement because <laughs> I wanted to ask you, have you found the the Shield Surfer dudes yet? Yes, yeah. Those guys are awesome. <laughs> it's just a bunch of bros who just hang out on a hill and they're just obsessed yeah. with surfing shields down it. It's fucking, like, there, there are so many fucking, like, weird little things that you come across. Like, I'm sure most people have heard by now, like, you know, the the idea of there's a bridge you go across and if you climb up on on the ledges, someone comes along and tells you not to kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, don't yeah. do it, don't do it. you got so much to live for and stuff. And it's like, that's... that's fucking really weird and that's really dumb. dark nintendo it's dark fuck? yeah it's it, like i mean you could also say that it's like again informed by that kind of dying of the world that is like okay people would like you know people would just assume that you know you're trying to fucking get out or whatever i, I don't know it's, it's it's a fucking weird and wild game breath of the wild breath of the wild game um and it's yeah i i i can't i can't really say enough good things about it it's like like i say it definitely has has its issues and like yeah let's yeah. let's throw out one issue there just to balance out this okay. uh heavy-handed compliments stuff uh the rain gets to me so much sometimes when i'm trying oh, to oh yeah it's bad. I, i'm maybe wondering if one's particular th- uh main quest ties into maybe maybe getting rid of the rain more often than uh, than usual or something like i I, 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 I will i will say that you never really get much help with that it's it's okay. i mean there there are th- it's just a random number generator like it's obvious from yeah. the way the game does it and like i is it, 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 i find it harder to hate when i know it's a random factor i mean it's not always random, is what I'll say. Um, well, there are I know some... there's a specific area that is constantly raining. Like, they yeah, make that yeah, very yeah. clear to you. And that's, that's probably an area I want to deal with first, because they they more or less say, like, you can stop it raining all the time here, you know, like... Yeah, I mean, like, I get what they're going for with the weather systems, and, you know, I, I, I hate... I kind of hated the weather systems a lot, um, where it was, you know... I mean, on, on the on the less extreme side of things, like the best case scenario, it rains and you can't go anywhere because you can't climb shit, and it's like that goes against everything the fucking game stands for. Where it's like I I should be able to like go there if I want to, and I can't because I keep slipping off this fucking thing. The worst case scenario is thunder starts and you go outside and you literally fucking die if you're carrying anything metal. Like you just gotta unequip it. Just just go naked. That's what I do. But then, but then, like, I lose all my fucking gear and shit. What do you is mean? That, just, you put you can just put it away. Is that no? I, I I go into the menu and it's all like electrocuted and shit. I that, don't know. That, that just means don't fucking equip this right now. Ah that, shit! The 
You can but just unequip it. Just change everything dump, to wood or just go make it. I dump so much shit. If you uh, dump it, it will then still conduct. Like, like that's a great thing. If you like, yeah, do it to a yeah. sleeping guy, you can drop a metal sword next to him and it fries his ass. It's great. I did dump a couple of swords. And then I was oh, like, no. fucking, I, I, want, I want to keep these swords. Like, I, I need to keep yeah, these swords. You- so I just like went and waited in a fucking stable where there was still like <laughs> fucking lightning just like crashing outside and all these people were just kind of like walking around like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, fucking get inside. <laughs> you're going to die. What you talking about? Um, but yeah, I, I, it's... Uh, <laughs> you just take all the... Yeah, you don't, you don't have to like drop it, drop it. Just okay, like that's, that's, unequip. That's, that's good to know. Okay. <laughs> I, I got hit by random lightning though when I got rid of all my metal and that was, that was a bummer. <laughs> I just got hit by a random fucking strike. And it was like, oh, yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. Um, I should get a I reward for that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. Um, but it, 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 I don't know. I, I just think that in terms of hindering your exploration, the weather systems are probably the worst inclusion they, pro- they could have had. You know, S- slippery climbing gets to me so much, but I did kind of like develop my own kind of like rhythm to climbing on slippery things where like I, I do... Uh, because I've noticed every time you do a jump, he'll immediately slide down, yeah, right? Yeah. So what you do is you just kind of do, uh, you, you equip. Uh, I, oh, I have something that makes me uh, uh, climb faster. It doesn't. I don't think it helps with the stamina. It just makes him move faster, so right, you lose okay. stamina slower yes, technically. Yeah. And so uh, I use that, and I climb up with my hands like one two, three, or four, then jump, then he'll slide, but you're slowly making progress kind of up. Right. It's like it's like for every two steps you make, you go back one, so you kind of just slowly scrape your way up. Okay. Right, and I don't know enough. about you, but I've been able to like kind of cheese the climbing in this game by just kind of letting go on random chunks of geometry and kind of wobbling him there while his stamina goes up and then jumping back on the wall. I'm like, uh, do you mean when it's not raining? It both like like, oh, well, like yeah, just okay. uh, like yeah, when I mean, it's like a cliff face they kind of make it kind of natural geometry and there's little ledges that you can kind of like just kind of yeah not break the game you can kind of just like fudge your way on there and he'll be like sliding off but your stamina will I still feel, be on like, I, I feel don't know. I feel like that's I feel like that's totally intentional because that adds so much tension to the climbing because it's like yeah. I just I just need to get to that little bit and I don't know if I'm gonna like slide off there like sometimes it's really annoying because you're just like fucking like just stand on the fucking thing what are you doing you're why why are you sliding like he's a bit but, fucking dumb i will say that yeah uh, like um but it's it, yeah I, I i don't know it's it's it adds tension that is really palpable and make it like it, it this is a really weird thing because it's like because what we've realized with open world games is that it's not it's not the skyrim's it's not the skyrim thing that's compelling of you know oh you see that mountain over there you can go there it's like you know no man's sky proved this more than anything it's like you know yes you can go wherever you want instantly but that also drastically reduces the scale of anything you could possibly do like you know because if you think about no man's sky you know you you take off in your ship by pressing a button you go into space you point at a planet you hold down the button and then you go and then that might as well be a drop down menu there's no accomplishment to doing that. There's no accomplishment. Like, it's for me, the No Man's Sky thing was like, you know, you, you, nothing I did in No Man's Sky 
no exploration I ever did was as satisfying as getting my ship off the ground in Elite Dangerous. And it's it's <laughs> yeah. like it, because because it requires uh it requires skill from you and it requires patience in order to get this right. And it's the same with Breath of the Wild, where you know you know if if you can just go anywhere then it doesn't mean shit if you have to work to where you want to get to even if it feels like you know the game is like putting unfair restrictions on where you can go or whatever like just bear with it because when you get to the top of that thing you will feel more satisfied than you ever did with any other exploration game in terms of like fast travel and shit like that um so yeah i don't know i it's uh I, I think I think the tension that is added to climbing is is brilliant, and I th- I do think the stamina meter. Like I was listening to the bombcast, and Jeff was talking about like, okay, I get the mechanic now. Can can you just let me climb the thing without you know having to worry about stamina? And I'm like, that would be the most pointless fucking thing ever. Like what? Like That'd just make it tedious. Yeah, just- that 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 would that would make it tedious. That's the thing. Like if you took away the challenge, it would become tedious. Like you think the stamina meter makes it tedious because it means that you can't go wherever you want to go but no it means that when you do get there when you figure out the little ways to kind of cheese the system it becomes so much more satisfactory when you finally get there so yeah i I look forward to climbing big things in that game and i and when i first in my first couple of hours i expected to end up hating the climbing and i I don't like love it any more than I did. I just like I it never rot it never got rotten for me. Like yeah, it still so- hasn't. Like I I don't mind. It's cool. I, it's kind of like its own little puzzle in a way. Like it's yeah, it's fun. It's it's it reminds me a lot of God of War's climbing and uh, like I I didn't like God of War that much, but I did like the climbing. So it's, <laughs> it's got a good like swing to when you're jumping around and stuff. He yes. feels good on yeah. the wall. Like and it's all it's always that thing for me of like man, I really want to jump this. I really want to jump, but it takes more stamina. I just really want to jump. Oh, yeah, yeah. Save your jumps. Save your jump for, like, the final stretch of the wall when you're just there. It's so epic when he actually just barely makes it. I I, I love painting at the top of that wall. I I love how you can get it to, like, the last tiny little, like, thing where you're just about to run out and he can still jump. And he actually probably jumps further than he would normally. Like, he kind of, like, reaches out. Uh, like when he when when you jump at that last bit because it's like if you if you fuck up there then you're falling but it's you know if you get there then it's like holy shit okay it's uh i've done that on a few i did that on a few towers that i came across um but yeah man it's it's and that's the thing it's like those little systems like climbing and how stamina plays into that and the weapon durability you know things that people think are detriments to the game because they get in the way apparently of what that person wants to do without them that game would be broken and like that is that is actually really good design because it's like you know these things seem like problems until they're taken away and then their absence is the bigger problem you know like that means that you know the you just gotta stick with it and i feel like that's kind of the case with a lot of stuff in that game where it's just like you just gotta stick with it it will it will reveal itself to you in time and you know and you will have a a kind of one of the best adventures i can really recall having in a video game like it's made me want to go back and play all the other zeldas and stuff and i but it's also like i don't know if those zeldas could really live up to 
to you know like what this game has done for me so i don't know if they need to though because like that that's yeah. what i was thinking i was i was wondering like crap like is this just gonna ruin every past zelda that i've ever loved because this <laughs> one has kind of become the one that i always wanted the series to be and like i i don't think it's gonna like i think i'll still enjoy like coming back because i play ocarina like yearly and and like wind waker i was messing around with wind waker on dolphin the other day and like I um I played it and I had to stop because I was like you know what I could actually see myself getting invested in this one too all over again. It's like <laughs> maybe I'm just a crazy Zelda fan. That's really been the series I usually always play for hours on end. Yeah. But like I don't know. Like I I I think it's something special when you have a game this colossally awesome and it does everything you ever wanted a series to do, <laughs> and then it still doesn't sour the rest of the series and make it like invalidate the other entries for me. Totally. Like I'll yeah, play Link yeah. to the Past again. I'll play the first one again for sure. I mean, like, it's, 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 like, it's it like it's doing incredibly different things to all the different Zeldas, which all do incredibly different things to each other. Like the only one I can really see similarities to, uh, well, there's a couple that I can see similarities to in Breath of the Wild, which is Wind Waker and The Legend of Zelda. Like you know, and that's kind yeah. of really. I mean, there obviously there are aspects of the of the other games that kind of play into it, but like those are the only two that I think okay, this actually took a lot of influence from these two. So, um, um, I think maybe Link Between Worlds too has a lot, right? Of yes, yeah. shit behind this game that a lot of people probably aren't thinking of. Um, because if like you want to get super into it, like that that was probably the game that was the the critical stepping stone to get where we are because that that game was almost open world and the way the dungeons were made was. You didn't own any items in Link Between Worlds. You had to mm. rent them every single time you died, or so, I believe something like that. Like you had yeah. to keep giving them back and rebuying them from this guy, and it, it so it made the world kind of feel different because all of a sudden you're you would it actually gave it a Metroid vibe, which this game doesn't have. But it, it, you could you could see where Link Between Worlds turned into this, I think, or like the philosophies kind of got injected in and mixed around with everything else. Totally, yes. It's a cool... Go play Link Between Worlds is my recommendation to actually anybody who wants to see other Zelda games who hasn't. I, mean, I, I, need, I need to play that again. Uh, it's I, a really good... Like, that, that game was good. Like, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say it's, like, the best thing ever. Or I, I, you know, like, it's it's a solid-ass video game in general. It's just I, really I, good. Yeah, I, I, never, I never beat it, but what I did play all of it was, was really good, so... You get little tingles of the fun exploration you get in Breath of the Wild in that game. I'm realizing in hindsight, like the little like, oh, shit, I have the, I have what it takes to blow up this wall now. You know, yeah, and you see yeah. that in the world and like that little stuff is fun. Totally. Yeah. The cool. big, I, I like when Zelda turns the overworld into kind of a big dungeon. I kind of love that. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's really it's, cool. Like that, that's 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 a weird thing because, you know. People have been saying like, "Oh, where are the dungeons in this game? Oh, there are less dungeons or whatever." And it's like, well, actually, I mean, yes, there are less dungeons, but they're also super fucking interesting. And also, the world itself is kind of, you know, a puzzle that you have to solve. It's, uh, yeah. Majora had four dungeons. Wind Waker had four dungeons. Yeah. Y'all loved those games. Yep, Come on, exactly. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's damn good game. Damn, damn good game. Maybe Zelda Breath of the Wild is doing nothing new for the series. Maybe this was always how the series was to be played. It was always about the journey. Never the the sword in the head of Ganon at the end. <laughs> That's every game. I just, I can't imagine there's anyone out there thinking like, oh fuck, like, you, you know... I, I can't I can't wait to see what happens to, to Ganon or whatever. Like, there, There's that segment of... Uh, 
like NeoGAF that's like, oh, do you think Vati will be in it? The the bad guy from uh, the Minish Cap, you know, like everyone <laughs> wants that character back. It's like, dude, that ain't, that ain't <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. But um, but yeah, I guess unless you have anything more to say about that, like... um, Go to Lake Hylia is all I'll say. Yeah, 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 yep. If you haven't already, that was, I'm not even kidding, one of the coolest video game experiences of my life. <laughs> Like I, I, I did say wow. <laughs> oh man, um, I am going to go piss quickly. That dude, you fucking read my mind. I have to go to the bathroom too. <laughs> Excellent. This this is perfect fucking timing. Um, and then we will come back and discuss another new release that I played through, and also kind of blew my mind. <laughs> um, uh. Yeah, okay, we'll we'll come right back to this. Markiplier here. <laughs> I want to talk about respect. <laughs> All right, I'm back. Hey. I've just been saying Nico for like... For I put on my headphones. I thought that was my phone vibrating. <laughs> God, it freaked me uh, out. I was wondering what that humming was for a second. <laughs> uh, speaking of speaking of weird things that um <laughs> that you, can't, that you can't like you don't know what's going on. Um it may be one thing, it may be another thing. Um Oh my god. I've been playing I've been playing a game and it's kind of blown my mind in a lot of ways. Is this uh, ne- uh near <laughs> Near, uh, God damn it. It's a game that's very uh, near and dear to my heart. Um, uh, uh, t- I'm going to get this wrong. Auto, uh, uh, autom- automata. It's a, yes, it's, it right. it automata. And if I say automata at any point, I apologize. I'm still getting used to it. Automatica. <laughs> Automatica, automato. You know, just... yeah, automato way, uh, you know, is... Um, yeah, I've been playing the new Nier game that came out on Steam on Friday. And oh boy, I, I, I mean... I will say now I've beaten that game, or rather I've gotten the all the main endings. Yeah, um, that game, like, it's weird. I saw a lot of people talk about, you know, it's Platinum, they're back with a, you know, a good hack and slash thing, and it's like, the combat is good. It's not, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's not amazing. And that's kind of okay because the story is communicated through that combat not being, like, the best. I feel like Yoko Taro actually went in and said, no, don't make this combat that good because I need to convey this fucking... I need to convey this existential crisis that's happening with these characters. And I'm, I'm... I'm not going to spoil anything, don't worry, but man, like I, you know, like I say, everyone was, everyone was like recommending this game as like, you know, oh, it's like one of the best hack and slashers ever, you know, this is, you know, return to form for platinum because they've had some weird fucking, like their B team has been doing a lot of bad work. Um, and, uh, I would more recommend this game to people who enjoyed the ending of Metal Gear Solid 2 like right. that that is 
that is the the main draw to this game i think because you know it's it's no secret like if you've if you've heard of any yokotaro game before like you know drakengard or anything like that it's um multiple playthroughs are kind of key or rather you know there's multiple different endings and stuff um like i i you know i've i've only played like a couple of hours of near like a few weeks ago or whatever um and you know it's like that kind of i don't know it's 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 weird man like it kind of set me up for like you know okay this game is doing some things outside of what we would normally consider you know to be video game things um and like there are people like our good friend dsp played through (laughs) near automata and then was like he played through it once and was like i've heard from people you need to beat this three more times like two more times to get the main ending or whatever and i'm not gonna do that and i'm like now i've played it i'm like Fair enough, Phil, but you have experienced a quarter of that game, maybe. Because when they say multiple playthroughs, like, you're not playing through the same content. It's... Yeah. It's like, you you absolutely need to play through it multiple times, because it's like, if you play it... If you play through it one time, the story isn't, like, magnificent, it's, it touches on things like, you know, like super kind of trite things of like, are these robots actually human and stuff? Like, that's all stuff that's conveyed within, you know, the first like 20 minutes or so, you know, like it's, uh, that's, that's not like, that's, it's not a new like sci-fi thing. It's not a new like philosophical thing. It like, it's, 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 it, it doesn't go into like, it's, it's talking about these machines as these kind of things that are separate from the characters you're playing the multiple playthroughs dig so fucking deep into like like it realizes that you know the stuff about oh these machines are trying to be human is like super like early they they get that out of the way like super early that's not a secret at all um like the, the the second and third playthroughs are like what it what it means to exist through the lens of interacting with a video game and like and having something that is essentially like is not designed to give you uh, a a super like cozy experience in which you are just like hacking and slashing and it's really satisfying or whatever like reading interviews with yoko taro like that dude knows about how to represent life through art and that includes things like okay we're going to go through this weird thing that might not be fun but it's it's you've got to have everything if you know if you're wanting to represent life through your art you've got to have the mundanity that comes with that you've got to and then that makes the kind of explosions of action feel more significant and it's like i'm kind of rambling here but it's like there's just so much to what this game does like the second playthrough blew my fucking mind it's like and uh, right okay I'm, I'm going to say one very like light thing but it could be considered a spoiler it, so skip ahead if you don't want to see you you, <laughs> you don't you don't you don't get a title card 
until the start of your second playthrough. Like, the, 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 the word, like, you know, the actual title card of Near Automata doesn't come up until you finish the game once. And it's like, that is kind of representative of, like, what this game is. Um, and so the second playthrough, it's like, you know, you, I, 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 I don't, it's, it's so hard to talk about this game without spoiling shit. Um, the, the, what I will say is that, like, the second playthrough, it's, it's novel, it's a lot of extra content. The third playthrough, how do I put this? It's like a different game entirely, and it it cuts so deep to the core of what you have been doing as a player that it left me like properly fucking shaken. I was like, I have not felt this way about a game and what it's kind of what has been getting me to do through its mechanics like i haven't felt that way about a game since metal gear solid 2 and it's like even then like metal gear solid 2 you know fucking spoilers from metal gear solid 2 you fucking even if you haven't played metal gear solid 2 you know how it goes at the end i need scissors 61 like all that shit like it's (laughs) the way that that game ends and the way it kind of like the problem with that, it, from what I've realized after playing Near Automata, there I go, Aut- Automata, Automata, Atom- is, it, is it Automata? It's like saying Automaton, but just Automata. Right, like, okay, yeah, right, okay. There we go. Like all that happens at the end of Metal Gear Solid Two is like your codec goes a little bit weird. You know, the the, the thing that gives you exposition no longer becomes reliable. Even fishing mailed is a frame for the action. Like, the action is still happening as normal. Like, there's a subversion in it that you're killing more, presumably, but, it, it, like, it, it's still, like, it's all just, like, the framing devices for what you've been doing are kind of changing somewhat. Like, in near, in near Automata, like, everything about the way you interact with the game like down to the fucking menus is like and again this isn't like spoilers this is stuff that's established like from the start like it's down down to like the minuscule ways you interact with that game down to things like the music like it you know you could argue that metal gear solid and metal gear solid 2 specifically could be conveyed through other media like that could be a movie it maybe wouldn't have the same effect if if you weren't like playing it because the whole thing is about you know you as a player you're doing the same thing over and over and over again but it's because we've recontextualized it as such and stuff and and it's like um like man i I just i I, i'm I'm so i'm struggling so hard to like not fucking (laughs) just say shit that will like that will spoil it but it's god damn oh man it's uh, so hard but all i will say is that this game fucked with me in a way that i have not been fucked with in a long time and i fucking loved it essentially this game could be nothing other than a game like 
you this needs to be a game in order to like in order for its story to work in order for its themes to be conveyed you need to it's all about the way you interact with it that's kind of my point about the metal gear solid 2 thing it's like that could be a movie like even things like it's not it's not a kind of quality like thing because you know i like yakuza zero is one of the is one of the best pieces of media i have experienced in a long time and that could you know and i'm not saying it would work as well as a movie or a tv show but you could imagine it being explored through those different artistic lenses and stuff like near 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 automata would flat out <laughs> every fucking time near automata would flat out not work as any other media than a game and that is kind of wild like every little thing i try to break down about that game i just like i it wouldn't work you just wouldn't get the 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 you wouldn't get the philosophies of yoko taro that he's trying to get across you wouldn't get that if he was conveying that through any other media and man it's it's fucking astounding in a lot of ways and it's like like i say i don't think i could recommend this to everyone like as an action game it's fine it's 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 good it's it's really good the 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 action when you get into that flow it's cool there's things like the camera is weird at times and like sometimes it can be hard to like really feel you know it, it can be hard to get into that flow essentially um but that's not what the game is to me it's it's a game that uses uses every single little thing about how you interact with it in order to convey its story and more often than not the way you interact with it is the story and it's fucking man it's play it play it it's uh, and it, I've, I've been doing so much reading on it and stuff and like reading up on the Drakengard lore and the near lore and there are you know especially like later on that game digs in it digs into that stuff in a way that you don't need to understand that stuff in order to take in order to take anything from it but if you do there are layers to that that are like fucking mind-blowing in certain ways um yeah i i was totally not expecting like i I was kind of expecting like a game to come out and you know kind of mess like you know kind of mess with the video game conventions or whatever i was not expecting it to like mess with me as much as it did um yeah it's uh the whole thing with the near and the Drakengard lore is like you know it's not like kojima take like you know kind of you know retconning metal gear like the first metal gear in order to like to get to where the phantom pain ends up like it, it i i was like reading up on this lore last night and thinking about my experiences with near near automata and thinking is yoko taro just that much of a fucking crazy bastard that he just had this all envisioned in his head and then just like from from like drakengard and then just kind of like just managed to explore this weird fucking splintered thing because this 
this thing takes place across millennia <laughs> like this lore it's 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 crazy and it, it like man I, it made me really want to go and play near is what i'm is what i'm saying that's um, that's where i am because i i own this game technically yeah but i want to beat the first near and <laughs> zelda has like kind of driven a huge wedge in there man I mean, i'm like never gonna get to this game <laughs> it's it, like honest, honestly like I, I i personally i would be very interested to see how near automata like translates to you as someone who uh, who you know would complete the first near like but like i say you know you don't need to have that backstory to to kind of understand where the story of of near automata is going because like that's partially the thing like the story of near automata is you know it, it's so universal in what it's talking about because it's talking it's a story about existentialism essentially and you know like um you know what like what the fuck are we doing here uh, like it's not necessarily like there are all these different systems at play but it's never really explained who or why is doing it it's just kind of the crazy maelstrom of life that's kind of just taking hold and the like the natural order of things and everything is man go go and play this game if if, if anything i've talked about if anything i've rambled about for the past 20 minutes has interested you go and fucking play near automata it's it does sound really like just from everything i've seen it's yeah. it looks like it's gonna be if not it, fun a fucking wacky it's, experience it's, that's it's, worth it anyways yeah like i i may have undersold the action it's fun it's 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 good kind of rollicking fun but the there are very purposeful sections where it's like hey you're doing a lot of this you know like um the game makes you do a lot of it for a long time and maybe the characters will kind of exclaim about that there's there's a fucking there's a character who is wearing the fucking like this again this isn't really a spoiler or anything because it's just in the resistance camp you come to in like the first hour like there's a guy wearing uh the the fucking moon mask the of emil and um and you go to him and he's like i'll answer all your questions and it's like the questions are like hey the mini map doesn't show me enough like why can i only access my mail from the save points and it's like <laughs> you know yeah i know it's annoying but like i kind of just chose it to be that way so fuck it like it's the, the maybe it's a callback to the save points of the first near well <laughs> The thing is, like, right, okay, this is this is one of the problems I've had with it, is that, like, my, you know, and this is maybe a personal thing, my computer's been acting up a lot lately, um, so, you know, it, it's maybe, like, exited out of the game when I've not, like, wanted it to, um, and the game is very clear to you about, hey, there's no, there's no autosaves here, like, you've got to save, and, like, that especially after completing the game that is super thematically relevant in in a really really key way um but man auto saves are good auto saves are really good or at the very least you know don't have me go through like you know multiple multiple enemy encounters two boss battles and not give me a save point in there at some point like 
that seems crazy to me and like that that's like some 1980s nes shit right there yeah (laughs) for sure it's like and you know like getting to the end of a battle only to have my computer crap out on me and then kick me back to the start of that that whole encounter i was just like man what if that's one of the endings dude you know it <laughs> might, might fucking be I, who knows it would not be the first time there's been a pc game that one of one of the endings was we're gonna pretend we crashed your fucking game yeah like, yeah i believe that's an undertale ending <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean it's not out of the question but your, your yeah. computer is is getting up there yeah it's, exactly so it's ian mckellen age you know we're all we all love it but we're all getting nervous <laughs> I no one is getting more nervous than myself I assure you um so uh but yeah like that you know that's just kind of a minor gripe like I would you know I would rather have I would rather there were more opportunities to save but like like I say the the no auto saves thing really really makes sense in terms of the story um and yeah it's it's a special game like a really special game and like not special in the way that something like breath of the wild is because breath of the wild is kind of magical and joyous like near is special in how grim and fucking like just unapologetically like dare i say nihilistic it is in a lot of ways oh for sure if i mean if the first near is anything to go off of and the way what uh, scenes i've seen from Drakengard, the nihilism yeah. possibly plays a huge part in this entire if not like just as the way the world is like everything seems have you like seen stuff from Drakengard, like the way the characters are yes yes like they're they're not like good human beings no <laughs> like, no 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 absolutely no i mean and they, you you, you read... they're more like actual psychotic individuals like yeah. they're kind of it's it's a cool little it makes everything bleak because you there's no likable people in any of this shit like it's i mean you near, know the first near is a little bit different but there's a bleakness to it that feels very kind of like what's the fucking point of any of this well it, and it's it's interesting because you know like i i i you know the first near like has an option and you know i'm not i'm not going to say anything about the second about near automata but like um you know the way Yoko Taro trusts that you will be the one like he 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 basically says that if you want to change any of this you have to do it as a player and it's like you have to make some tough fucking choices not about like characters in the game but like mechanics of and systems of the game you have to make really really fucking tough choices that you know that really impact you and the game is very much like are you sure are you really <laughs> fucking sure and like yeah it, it it fucking it goes some places and it's like it, it's, it's really interesting because like stuff like that it you know yoko taro does not paint it, like i like we're saying it's kind of nihilistic in its worldview but there's there's a trust i mean like the, the first perhaps, near Spoilers. The player might uh, realize that and just... say, "I want." Oh wait, sorry. Go, oh, God. Whoa. 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 What just happened there? What? Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Oh, there you are. Whoa. Okay. You like cut out, and then you came in like all of your, uh, <laughs> all of your speech came in like super fast and glitchy. All oh, of a fuck. Was 
Yeah, it was like you were like, whoa! It's like a scene from fucking Mirror. Can you restart what you were saying? Because I couldn't hear it. Right. So, so essentially, what I was saying was that the you know near like Yokotaro kind of trusts that you as a player will recognize the nihilism in the world and want to change it and the trust that he puts in you to do that is something that i haven't ever seen in a video game before and it's fucking wild and it's yeah it's it it, it really it did a number on me so yeah damn you're you're in it this week with the with the crazy games yeah (laughs) yeah because Speaking of which, <laughs> to go from one crazy Japanese game to another, um, remember a few weeks ago, Nico, when I said that I'd started Deadly Premonition? Yes. I continued with Deadly Premonition. <laughs> wow, you've made it further than any uh, people I know who have said, I've just started Deadly Premonition. <laughs> Uh, I, don't, yes. I don't usually find people who are willing to stick it out through the shit. I, I am, I, like... Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of shit. I'm, I'm the, sh- the shit. I, I'm. I'm not lying, man. I'm not lying. <laughs> Stick through the shit. It yep. might get shittier, but I <laughs> swear to you, this game pays off in the end. In the plot department, it just goes what? Like just like okay. I, I keep I, going. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. It's like the, the like the only reason I haven't been playing more of that is because near came out and then i started playing near and i was like okay i can do a video on this so um the next video will be on near the one after that i'm not i'm not entirely sure when i will get to do the deadly premonition video is is the way i'm kind of thinking of things at the moment is like you know you know when they're talking about you know when everyone talks about the kind of summer slump like before the holiday boom of all the games coming out i can't i can't wait for that slump because i've got so much shit i need to catch up on like i've got i've got i've I've fucking got horizon zero dawn there i've got uh neo that i've still got to beat Um, oh my god uh, yeah horizon poor horizon got shoved to the back dark reaches of my mind after zelda came out. i mean like, like you're not alone man like it's it's i i and the thing is you know like i i feel i feel bad because a lot of people are telling me like again stick through horizon for a bit it it picks up um that game did not leave a good first impression and then zelda came out and i was like why the fuck would i bother with like horizon after this but um but you know like neo is a great game i just haven't had time to really like delve deep into it and uh night in the woods is a game i still haven't finished i think i'm pretty close to the end of it um but then uh you know then fucking deadly premonition i started that and it was just all these fucking games were coming out and i kind of needed to play them um and like yeah so i i i, I had like a bit of a lull be- before uh near came out and i was like man i'm gonna fucking sit down and play some deadly premonition and that game makes you work um i mean first and foremost to get it to fucking launch again i i had to go through the process of like okay what's wrong with this what's wrong with this i need to go into the fix that came out and edit all this fyi to people listening again you should probably not play the PC version if you can avoid it. Like, yeah, like it's, yeah, it's, it's so it's th- broken. This shit, th- there are some like weird moments once or twice you'll experience on the P. Well, 
on the Xbox version, at least I can attest to where something will like freeze and you'll have to restart it. But it's never as fucked as the PC version really gets. But yeah, but the PC version can be made to work. It just yeah, it does take some time getting there, especially if you do what I did and like uninstall it and reinstall it. And then it freaks the fuck out. All It just. Yeah. It, keep it. Keep it on your PC for the one playthrough. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's. Uh, but man, that game is like. Did you do what I told you yet about with the tunnel? I, I, I don't know where the tunnel is. Like the, 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 the that big world, old tunnel. That world is unfathomably huge for some reason. It's really you want to talk about nothingness yeah. in the open world. That game literally like has nothing like, in it. You have to drive along fucking motorways <laughs> when you. When you actually like spread it out and you realize how many like places to go there are, it it, it actually evens out to being about like a twenty building town. Yeah. spread spread across maybe spread across like, like a fucking thousands you know, of acres. Like it feels forty like. kilometers squared. Like it's <laughs> it's one of the biggest fucking open worlds I've ever been in. It's if you go to the have you have you seen what happens when you go to the edge and he's just like ah oh, we can't go this way like he just oh, flips no, around his God. <laughs> It's like, oh, no, this is too far out of the investigation. I, you know, I, I was trying to go and I was trying to go to places. I was like, oh, there's a thing on the map and it's just closed. I'm like, OK, I guess I'm not going there then. Um, I, I mean, I'm, I'm still very much in that point, I think, of like, you know, establishing things and, you know, who these characters are and everything. But it's like, I, remember, remember to use cigarettes if you have too much time to kill. And you're I, yes, waiting for a location I, I, to open. I, 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 I tried using cigarettes once, though, and then. I forgot that there was a hunger meter in the game, so I used the cigarettes, and then by the time it stopped, my hunger meter was, like, down low, and my health was just draining, and, I was, and then, like, I was in the middle of a race. I did a race, because I was like, and the races are fucking terrible. It's like, oh yeah, it, you know, you're going from checkpoint to checkpoint, you have no idea how long these races are. <laughs> the, the, the checkpoints don't tell you where to go until you have gone through the previous checkpoint so it's it's not like grand theft auto where if you do a race like you'll kind of have an, a rough idea of where you're going once you get to this checkpoint like like there's no arrows or anything you just go to the checkpoint it could be like a 90 fucking degree turn from where you are but you've just oh. got to kind of like you just got to do it and i and like man and then so i was racing through for like three fucking minutes which is a long time when you're dealing with that those driving mechanics like listening to fucking the dude talk about oh this dvd extra is really great uh, like uh, 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 and then i got and then i i lost and i was like oh great thanks for thanks for wasting three minutes of my life and um oh man and then i went to a hospital and then the chest there were chess pieces like the easiest puzzle on the planet and then like we met the doctor that set it for some reason and he's telling us about how this woman got like really gruesomely murdered and and <laughs> there's just this like this kind of fucking cheery ass music playing in the background i'm like and, and the music is drowning out everything <laughs> Like I'm just like doo, 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 doo. that one that, yeah. that comes over always the mysterious uh, Twin Peaks music that always yeah. is louder than everybody else in the mix. Yeah, it, uh, <laughs> it's great. I, I, 
Man, you should try. You should try headphones on that game one day. It's a trip. It's, it's a, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. I've been playing it with headphones, man. It's like <laughs> I, I'm I'm freaking out when I'm playing it. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here, man? Like, it, 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 you know, it, it, he's making jokes about like the st- standing over this dead woman's body, like you know, say like saying to the like, we got to interview these kids. Like the guy's like, why, why do you need to interview the kids? He's like, kids are pure. Uh, like. Uh, ah yes the, the twins yeah the twins yeah and it's like oh god uh, yeah <laughs> this game makes my head hurt this game makes my head hurt more than near near automato did um oh yeah i i mean the near series is already looking like one of the weirdest fucking series in video game history but deadly premonition is just weird down to the core <laughs> yeah yeah like even it's like why did why does it control like this? Like at least in near the controls seem you know somewhat r- like normal. It's not like yeah yeah, <laughs> you're, yeah, not yeah, like, exactly, yeah. you're not confounded by the controls. Like the hand the hand <laughs> the handbrake in the car might as well be the one eighty turn button from fucking Resident Evil. <laughs> it's like it's, it's the just driving like, is such shit in this it's game. It's so, so bad. bad. It's so bad. And, and and when you upgrade to like better cars, it actually kind of just bites you in the ass because then the car just gets faster. <laughs> and then it's like, oh great, maybe I should actually use the shittier car. Yeah. Oh man, but it's like also you know, one like the thing is the kind of oh. the, the character moments in that game like they're 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 not they're not at a point where they're like any good yet. <laughs> it's just like they're 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 at a point where it's like. I'm I'm interested to see how dumb these characters actually get. Like, there's one guy who is in a mask, and like the, the he's been wheeled around in a wheelchair. He's a capitalist apparently, or something. Um, and he gets a guy to speak for him. And oh yes, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know what you're talking about. Sinner sandwich. Uh, yeah, like. Uh, Have you gotten to that scene yet? <laughs> I I don't know. I can't remember. That's like I heard. I I seem to remember hearing the phrase "sinner sandwich." I. That's like the that that's like probably our like I guess like that's the that's the scene that made a lot of people go what the fuck is this game I got to check it out right it's, it's uh the yeah Mister Mister Stewart is a part of that the, okay maybe I haven't been to that scene yet I don't know but um his assistant who just rhymes everything yeah and like, so says Mister Stewart yeah god damn it like the thing is despite like you know also the thing is the combat fucking sucks so bad that's why that's why i'm telling you go to this ki- tunnel i've just been, i've just i've just been running past all enemies at this point like I'm, there's I'm, a, uh there's i'm gonna give you a little bit of foresight here so you don't get fucked over okay there is an enemy later on in the game where every time you encounter the enemy it puts up invisible walls and you must beat it <sighs> and it's and okay and it gets very tedious it's like the most hated thing in the game it, like it's 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 that enemy sucks the most like that that is saying a lot that is saying a lot you'll, you'll see what i mean like, you'll grow you'll grow to like just love the normal dumb back back bend zombie people yeah <laughs> yeah fuck you'll, you'll, you'll also just develop the world's greatest headshot um senses ever right. in, in this game you'll you'll, you'll get it like, i mean it's, it's, it's I, I don't know i mean it's like the thing it, is, the, it, the combat sections don't get better, Hamish. You just learn to kind of go into a trance-like state in your mind and go to a happy place while they're happening. You see, I, I, I don't know. Like, I still get kind of like freaked out by like the weird backbendy people and stuff like that. I'm like, time to die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, 
the Joker faces. Yeah. And it's like, you know you're going into a combat section because the loading screens are red and the little Joker faces just appear. And to make them look yeah. like they're moving, they just go, just jiggle a bit. Just wiggle the texture, yeah. yeah. It's like, ooh, it's spooky. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it, like... There are things about that game that I am enjoying and I am looking forward to exploring them more. It's just there is a lot of fucking shite in the way of that. Just, I I, I will send you this. Uh, I found a link to what I need you to find because I know I did this because this... Deadly Premonition comes with a lot of strings attached, right? Like... Yeah. Like, I always say, like, I love this game, it's a great game, but you have to, like, add all these extra little s- things to it, like, this game's great if you capitalize on this thing in the game. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, you need this real bad, I'm gonna... Okay. Um, I mean, it's not really a spoiler, because this is not a... It's... There is an infinite ammo weapon in the game, and... Oh, fuck, okay. That sounds good. You need to go get it, because it makes the game, like like 50% more tolerable in terms of combat just because you don't have to work <laughs> he still has to reload but it's like he just never runs out of clips fair enough <laughs> so it's like you still have to like do the the tedious reloading crap but this makes your life so much easier because you can just plant yourself fairly on the ground and just hold down the attack button until you get the combat over with it's fair enough okay just that- do this you don't need to do the extra step of buying a treasure map to do it I don't think you can just find it by yourself but the treasure map gives you a waypoint to it, but go find that fucking tunnel. Get in there, get that gun, and enjoy the damn game. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> yeah, it's just like an extra bit of work you have to do. Like, York seems like such a fucking asshole as well. He's great. He's just so oblivious. And he loves himself. <laughs> He's such an asshole. He's, it's like, are you a passionate man, George? <laughs> George, he reminds me of that one uh, screenwriter or whatever. Uh, what's his name? Joel Schumacher? <laughs> That weird. What is up with that scene? That scene makes no sense, oh, by the way. Like it, that's never touched upon again. He just compares George Woodman to to Joel Schumacher for some reason because they need another movies reference. Man, like the thing is, I, like when I when I reloaded that game, I realized, fuck, I hadn't gotten past the fucking. I was at a point still where, like, I had fucked up and slept in the jail until the jail closed. <laughs> And then I was forced to wait all night. Hamish, hey, that's amazing. Until until I could get back into the jail and then find the fucking squirrel keys. That's not a southern flying squirrel. Like, fucking... You sure know a lot about squirrels. Uh, it's just like, man, this game. No, that's a grey striped squirrel. <laughs> Oh, also make sure that every day at around 11 a.m. you head over to the police station and get some of Thomas's homemade um the fucking biscuits. The biscuits. Yeah, he makes little rolls. Yeah, the balance of butter and fucking chocolate or whatever. It's like he's like going off on this fucking biscuit. Like like it's you know he's fucking this biscuit. York loves food, man. He 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 goes off his rocker first. He's like just the coffee, like you know the aroma. uh, Then he's like the balance of butter in this biscuit. Mmm, like. Fucking Jesus Christ, man. It's, Thomas, it's incredible. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. I, I, really, I, really, I really like that, um, the acoustic tune that plays, like the kind of, um, it's really kind of melancholic, 
that plays the, a lot of the time, like uh, yeah, 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 the, the, yeah, the, yeah, weird, yeah. the weird humming guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, it's it's cool. I like I like some of the soundtrack stuff. It's just it's the, used the main in tune is my favorite thing ever. Life is beautiful. That song, yeah. you just know a good time is gonna happen. But it's also like. All the soundtrack is used in the most inappropriate places, like I say, like, the joyous music is just fucking blaring out as this guy's talking about, and they cut out her tongue, and stuff like that, and you're like, that's fucking horrible, like, why are you playing this music over this, and also, why is the music louder than anyone in here? Oh, have you gotten to Sassy Sax song yet? That's the best one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it just randomly will go, like, in the background, like, it'll just, like, pop in, in and out, and it's like, what is that? Oh, also, God. also, I fucking I nearly ran out of petrol in the car, so I went to a petrol station, and then I got introduced to fucking, what's his name, the bull guy, who comes out, Jack he's like... Jack Bull, that guy? <laughs> yeah. Like, I ain't got nothing to say to cops. Like, <laughs> that guy is so fucking one-dimensional. This is great. <laughs> and then it's like, then, then you, you, um, you, you, you give it, you bribe him, and then he, he, like, his back's to you, and then a little green thing of text comes up for like a second, and it's like, like, he, so is, are we, are we insinuating that he's like whispered this to us, and it's like, like, what? No, no, no. Tell me, like, fucking Jesus Christ. Um, and then. Then I went back because I was like, I want to get more brave. I want to brave that guy more to see what he's got to tell me. His fucking girlfriend comes out, starts talking oh, about they like it when I put it in and they like it when I take it out. And it's like, oh, she's talking about fucking who to thunk it. Like, what is go? Like, what is this game? Like, it's do you like it's the best you- game ever made? <laughs> it's 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 one of Nico Blakely's not ironic. Top ten best games of all time. I, it's I I cannot wait to get to the point that that becomes apparent because I I mean I I am not I I could totally see this ending with you just fucking hating this game, but I could also you you have the potential to either like become a hardcore diehard fan of this game like I am, or I completely I, go the other see, route where you just are like fuck that. <laughs> like, see like, the thing the thing is like I have a feeling that I might be the former. Like, I, 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 that's why I'm, like, so, like, desperate to, like, keep going with it, because it's, like, there's something You, you can there. put up with bullshit, right? Like, you, yeah, you, yeah. you can put up with a game that's, like, a, a 6 out of 10, you know, to put it dumb and bluntly yeah. in your return. Like, games that other people would get bored at, you can kind of stick it through. You're you're the right person for this yeah, game. Like, it's, like, 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 as we said last week, like, I, I mean, or I said, I guess I'm not going to talk for you here, but I, I, I don't always play a game... To, to have a perfect experience you know yes, i like exactly flawed shit i love it like it's that, that, that's you know yeah partially why i'm kind of excited to get my hands on mass effect andromeda at some point because like that game seems yeah. broken in a really fun way um but like it, i mean I, I, I don't think that's going to be a good game but like <laughs> like but, like you know this is kind of going off on a weird tangent but like my favorite mass effect was mass effect one because Mass Effect 2 felt, like, too polished for me uh, in a weird way. Like, one had this kind of grimy edge to it that I liked. But it's this, it's kind of the same thing with stuff like this. It's like, I, I, don't, I don't care about a game, like, catering to me at every, like, every opportunity. Like, I think I've mentioned before, that's how you get fucking Call of Duty. Like, where it's like, hey, you go here, and then you point the gun at the thing, and then you press the button, and then the enemy goes boom, you know? And it's like... I don't necessarily want that like 
I want games like near near Automata, where it's like, hey, you you might like this is about the bigger picture here. Like it's it's sometimes like the sometimes the best art is the art that doesn't give a shit about the person experiencing it. And Captain Beefheart. That's yeah. what you that's what I want out of my games. I want <laughs> yeah. I want I want Trout the Trout Mask, Trout Mask replica. replica of games. Yeah. yeah. I, I want my developers locked in a farmhouse <laughs> and given a sack of soybeans. And they're not allowed to leave until they make a game. That's what I want. That's like the Angry Joe approach to like fucking avant-garde game development. It's like, <laughs> hey, you've got to go in there and you've got to make a good game. <laughs> I, I don't, I wonder how Can many Angry Joe is the captain the talking about. gamers. That is a fucking, that's... I was watching uh, Conan O'Brien yesterday. And he was doing the words, sentences that have never been said ever. And I believe you just said one of those. Angry Joe is the Captain B part of gamers. <laughs> Damn. Oh, man. I think we've got a title for this week's episode. Captain, oh. Captain Joe Hart? I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, yeah, so that's Deadly Premonition. The, oh. the Trout Mask replica of games in my opinion. It kind of is. In a, in a, in, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'd, say that, I'd say the Trout Mask replica is more... Um, viscerally enjoyable than than uh, than Deadly Premonition is to me, <laughs> but um, if you play the album while you play the game, something incredible this, happens. This is like this is like a Zanakis piece. Deadly Premonition is like uh, you know, oh, fuck. It's uh, you know, it's it's <laughs> Deadly Premonition is pure mathematics. Is game development? No, it's, it's not. Um, De- Deadly Premonition is the Dark Souls. Of Captain Beefheart. Okay. Let's sink in. <laughs> oh, fuck. Just keep playing that game, Harris. Will, it's gonna okay. be great. Uh, get that damn infinite gun. Okay. So so you can at least, like, I mean, you but, know. like, the, 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 um, fucking, the pistol has unlimited ammo. Like, yeah, but it's too fucking slow. This is an SMG. Just, right, okay. just get this. There's also a flamethrower, but that thing just looks cool, and it's actually like the worst weapon in the game. Okay, it's like when you pick up the chainsaw in Doom, and you think, "Yeah, now I got the real weapon." It's <laughs> you're like, like no, this is this is to facilitate the other weapons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh god. Uh, yeah. So just SMG is the way to go. Nobody's perfect. Deadly Premonition. It's one of the few games to get given like a ten by people in the same year it was given a one or a two. So, <laughs> like, you uh, know they're doing something right when it's that polarizing. Just yes, for sure. Yeah, keep so. playing. Uh, Jack the Raging Bull. I'm <laughs> sad to say, really doesn't play much of a role in that game. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm I, you know, I'm, I'm relating to Jack the Jack the Raging Bull um, more than any other character at the moment because he doesn't say nothing to cops. Um, yeah, he's pretty. He's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a cool. He's a cool cat. Um, always insist that the cops give you like a hundred bucks or whatever before exact, they talk to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always, always get braved by cops. That never works out bad for anyone. Um, My favorite guy is the guy that runs the milk bar. He's the cool rocker guy, the rockabilly guy. I haven't been to the milk bar yet because it's always been closed when I go there. I'm like, how does this place ever stay in business? Because it's never open. Oh, have you done a scene where you go and talk to the town in a theater yet? No. Okay. Get to that point, and they do, like, a kind of a forced, like, here's everyone in the town scene, and you can kind of, like, everyone's, like, standing in a foyer, and you can talk to everybody, and you get, like, most of your introductions there if you didn't meet them. Okay. 
outside. Like you'll, I bet you'll get another Jack introduction that's like different or probably exactly the same. Like, in, okay. but in a different location because that's how this game goes. Okay, fair enough. This you'll get to this point, and he does a little like addressing the town thing. Okay, about the murder, and yeah, that's when you'll get to meet the fucking cast here. And oh god, I love the <laughs> rocker guy. He does not stop snapping and tapping his foot ever. Okay, that's when you'll start to get more of like the Shenmue vibes when you're in that room surrounded by all these fucking lunatics. I guess right. The rocker guy is like that one guy from Shenmue who sold the hot dogs and had dreadlocks and loved hip hop. <laughs> yeah, kind of like that, like Tom or something or Sam. Yeah, it's Tom. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I will. I will stick with that game. And yeah, I can't wait. I honestly see. Like I've I've had my time with this game. Me and this game are good. We're world friends. World friends. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> now now I'm just looking forward to seeing. Or writing on games video on this. I I will be making a video on this, like no doubt. It's uh, so um, it, it'll finally be nice to see a video on uh Deadly Premonition that isn't just some guy playing this, going, "This is so fucking weird." <laughs> like you know, like that's how you, everyone you just, approaches you just, this game. Have people already made that video? Oh fuck, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, yeah, weird. That's not how games should be. This is weird. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know why I turned into Jay Leno when I did that. <laughs> what the, yeah. I'm gonna go drive my sports car. Yeah, I got, I got plenty of cash. <laughs> oh, but um, but yeah, I guess that's kind of what that's that's done it for what I've been playing this week. Like, like I say, I have Tomato Way installed. Um, <laughs> like, I, I. I, I said I'd play it. I you know thank you to Vitamins on Twitter for um for sending me that like genuinely that 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 was like really nice of you to do and I I will absolutely play that and um you know one of, one of my personal favorite tweeters I gotta say <laughs> um you know I I I think I think they said uh, you know anything to contribute to the meme uh so nice you know, I, I, that's I, what I, we I, like to hear I, I like I like the tomato way has now become our meme uh. So, th- we thank you. Got, we somehow got involved in tomatoes, a food I hate. <laughs> oh, never, come on, Nico. I hate tomatoes well, so that's, much, that's, they're that's, disgusting. That's, that's, that's why you play tomato way, because it's all about, like, tomatoes getting chopped up, presumably, is it? No, no. In, in or the tomato tomatoes way, you're, the, you're, you're the only tomato in sight. Everyone else is like an onion or a cucumber. <laughs> and you're rescuing cherries for some reason. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, fr- fruits well, gotta stay together, you know? Ex- exactly. Um... But yeah, so I guess uh, that is going to do it for what we've been playing, yeah. which means, Nico, it's the time of the week that everyone has been waiting for. There's no, do we have a new uh, sound effect here? Uh, no, we actually don't. I was thinking about it, um, but I didn't have time. You know what? We'll see when this goes up. In a second, you will see whether or not I have bothered to record another news theme. So here we go. It's time for... Uh. The news! Ah! And, oh man, hear that hot new fresh sound! Wow, I really like the bagpipes. That's a new nice yeah, addition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was going for the corn thing, you know. Um, uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna have to make oh, a spe- 
a specifically new metal version of the news theme. Oh God! <laughs> oh man! Uh, <laughs> make sure yeah. make sure you add in some nice deaf tones in there too. <laughs> did well, you like on the, the fly remixing? Did, did you like the canned laughter I added last week? <laughs> just, <laughs> just, <laughs> I liked it, but I'm going to go and say that one of my friends texted me, one of my friends who listens to the podcast, and he said, did one of you guys have a sitcom on in the background? I kept hearing weird laughter. He thought one of us just had like, the TV on in the background and it was getting picked up on the mic. I just, I just, like, I added it. I was like, okay, I'm going to add this in a couple of relevant places. And then I just got bored and it was like, I'm just copying and pasting this. So it's like, we'll be making like a really serious point about, oh, this is how Zelda, you know, kind of encourages. Fucking Jeez, guys, don't don't attach your ego to a game. <laughs> <laughs> Someone laughs. Oh, no. <laughs> oh god, that was uh. So don't don't worry, there there won't be anything like that this week. Um. Uh, so <laughs> I thought it was good. I thought, I thought it was good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what that's who we do it for, Nico. We do it for ourselves. Um. <laughs> so news, there's fuck all this week as usual. Um, you didn't even you didn't even send me any. I I did. Uh, I, I, I before before the E3 news broke. Oh, okay. Uh, it, it was uh. I'm, I'm just go, i'm just i'm literally going in to check to see if there's anything oh yes you did posted since then um there's new gran turismo footage apparently destiny's oh my god the first, armor. the first link hamish sent me this morning was a sonic release <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh wait actually this is this is actually kind of big news that got posted since i linked you news uh and assassin's creed <coughs> assassin's creed is getting a tv series i will link. oh that's good because the movie was g- good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Assassin's Creed head of co- head of content, uh, Amar as 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 Sorry if I just butchered that pronunciation. Um, confirmed this during a Reddit AMA this week, though he declined to share any specifics about it. Um, we will take our time to get sh- to get sure we deliver something we can be proud of. Um, yeah, this broken. <laughs> broken oh. English, broken sentence um an assassin's creed tv show has yet to be formally announced wait what the- <laughs> wait hold hold on a second GameSpot. GameSpot's making us look bad game spot game right just reporting so, rumors so an Assassin's Creed TV show. This is the third paragraph. An Assassin's T- Creed TV show has yet to be formally announced. Last year, Yves uh, Gilmour said the company was in talks with Netflix for a series, but he did not say which Ubisoft property might be spun into a show. It's possible Assassin's Creed, one of Ubisoft's biggest and most recognizable brands, is the franchise in question. The headline is Assassin's Creed TV series is on the way. It's on the way. To, from the brain to this guy's mouth saying maybe it will be a possibility. So this 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 guy this this guy uh, this so this this guy in a, in a, in a Reddit AMA said that they're working on an Assassin's Creed TV series, but literally the next paragraph, the CEO is saying that they ha- or well Gamespot is saying they haven't formally announced anything. The TV show would presumably be. Be, would presumably be produced by Ubisoft's film and TV division, Ubisoft Motion Pictures. 
the, the unit produced the Rabbids Invasion TV show. Is what, fucking. What is this? What is then, this story? Then, then someone asked him to comment on like the the rumored upcoming game that people are claiming to be Assassin's Creed Empire, <laughs> and he just said, "Lol." <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a fountain of information. Yeah, he's the he's the head of content. He's spewing content left and right. Um, Whoa, <laughs> that's, that's where we are with games now. It's like, hey, when's the new game coming out? Whoa, <laughs> developer a, just actually does internet uh, dickhead response. Oh God, like, I love it. It's like you know, it's, it, it, someone posted the image that apparently leaked, and he said, "Not AC, smiley face." I love this guy. He's a fucking troll. This, this guy's he's, great. Um, he's, he's great. So, yeah, that's that's not news. Um, that's uh, more not news from GameSpot that we're now reporting on, so we're just as bad, baby. Um, it, so, let's let's get into some actual news, Nico. Sonic Forces' debut gameplay video has Death Egg robots destroying City. And we've now reached uh, stage two of the Sonic cycle. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Everyone is getting a little nervous. <laughs> Because, uh, oh, looks like they unlearned things they said they learned last time. I don't know. It's, but it's, the trailer just looks like any fucking thing. The, tra- like the like- trailer is one of the most orally displeasing things I have ever heard. Like, it's just so. Everything is so loud. Like, is it just me, or do the explosions have, like, nasty, like, distortion to them? They're distorted. And, and I don't mean good well. distortion, like, we actually like. like I mean, like. like it is, it is not, it's not just like a tearing sound it, coming through my headphones. It's not just a problem with the upload because the music sounds fine. It's just surrounded yeah. by. It's like someone like accidentally like moved their elbow on a knob for yeah. the sound effects. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, man. Like, you know, it, it's like me going like this, you know. Like, that's that's essentially the, the effect it has. Yeah. It's like. You just rubbed your face on like, <laughs> like the mic super up close, turned up the gain, and made a big explosion sound. Nico, are you there? <laughs> it sounds like that. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's literally just stuff going, just like, like it's really bad. Yeah, it's it's that. Uh, it's fucking. I'm now watching a guy reacting to this, and he's <laughs> he hasn't said anything about the sounds yet. <laughs> um so yeah that's that's gonna be shit um let's see what the youtube let's let's see what the GameSpot comments uh have to say there's a guy watching it and he's obsessed with the fact that it's going 60 frames a second <laughs> that's not it's new like, that's not new doesn't that always happen in sonic games like, yeah i know they have technical issues all the time but they do seem to run consistently in most spots like yeah it, it, like yeah i mean ge- the last one i played was generations and that that was you know, that ran fine. Yeah, like I mean, yeah, that that I was played, that um, had no problems. The PC one was okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that that like, I mean, that game was actually okay. It, it got like really really bad towards the end, but uh, you know. And this is supposed to be kind of a pseudo, like the the next that type of game, yeah, right? Yeah. That was how this was kind of marketed because. Did, wait, is Sonic Forces Sonic Project Twenty Seven? Yeah, it is. Okay, so it's Pro- Project Sonic Twenty Seventeen, which had a trailer that had old Sonic in it, right? Uh, yes, yeah. Okay, well, th- those sections were really good. I like in generations. I thought, yeah, they were cool. Like the remixed two D things. And I hate three D Sonic with a burning passion, except for Heroes, which is somehow like a decent video game, right? Um, but the generations three D controls was okay. So maybe maybe Sonic Forces will be good. Maybe they just need to turn down their audio. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I, I mean, uh, neither of us give a fuck about Sonic. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it's a secret. So, I Moonco says puts every other game released this year to shame, and then Xenomorph Alien responds with excuse, like you know, excuse me, Life of Black Tiger takes that crown. You know, Life of Black Tiger, that PS4 exclusive that is broken or whatever. I, I literally don't know what that game is uh, what, what are you talking like I, what are you talking about <laughs> it, it, after this go and watch life of black tiger like a trailer or something it's 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 a dumb fucking like steam like it looks like a fucking you know someone's just shoved a bunch of like assets on there and somehow it managed to make its way onto the playstation store as opposed to just steam early access it looks like one of the games that jim sterling you know covers on a regular oh. basis um, I'm looking at an image, and that's all I really need to see. Yeah, exactly. But th- so, th- so the whole the whole point of this thread is that this guy is saying the Sonic trailer puts every other game released this year to shame, and then Xenomorph Alien is making a joke. He's saying, "Excuse me, Life of Black Tiger takes that crown," like saying, you know, oh "Hey, you know, th- that's that's funny because no way you're actually thinking that." So here's another sarcastic response. Then Moonco says, "I was being serious, lol. The graphics are amazing." If Forces has many branching paths and slows things down from time to time with platform sections instead of just running fast in a straight line, then Sonic might be my favorite game this year. Are you fucking serious? Whoa, <laughs> dude. You like it for, like, literally the opposite way everyone... Like, oh, God. Okay. <laughs> no, we're trying to get rid of those slow sections. God yeah, damn yeah. Oh, man. Oh, these people cannot be pleased, these Sonic fans. This... Like, I don't like it when Sonic's on rails, is yeah, what this guy yeah. says. He, ooh, Dark Saiyan. Okay. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, Sonic. I just... God, faster, okay. Faster, that, faster, that faster, faster, That must have been, like... I, I ain't trying to, like, you know, be like, you know, my opinion is more so than yours, but to to have the couple of months we've had in 2017 and for someone to be, like, Sonic... Project Sonic 2017 <laughs> is going to be the best game of the year. <laughs> yeah. Without a shred of irony or like, you know, kind of yeah. extra stipulations added to that, you have to be 12 years old. That I'm is like, fucking I'm not crazy. trying to put down this commenter. I'm I just am. Saying, I am. You're a fucking know, like, idiot. If they legitimately in their heart think this is going to be the best game of the year, you, ha- you have to be young or just like insanely naive because there's been like some groundbreaking shit already coming out this year yeah, in yeah. the form of like RE7. Like I know and I know I'm comparing weird shit. Zelda Horizon Zero Dawn is even... Come on, like, that ne- game's doing Neo, shit. near fucking Yakuza. Yeah. Like, Yakuza's niche, but it's, you know, like, it's... Uh, there's, there's so much! Like, 2017, the start of this year has been stronger than the start of any year I can previously remember, like, you know, in terms of big fucking games coming out. It's... Man, the idea that Sonic would be the one that you'd be drawn to, like, Jesus Christ. Um, Yeah. You, you do you, just... Have fun with your Sonic game. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm gonna get the fuck. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get the fuck out of there, just yeah. like Telltale Games CEO. <laughs> nice. How's that for a fucking? <laughs> that was a good one. Um, yeah. So uh, this is this is just something that I kind of wanted to bring up because, like, you know, it's it's, it's like. A, so the, the headline is that Telltale Games CEO leaves amid quote aggressive growth. Um, so Kevin Kevin Bruner will stay on Telltale's board of directors at least for a while. Um, so uh, former chief executive Dan Connors is taking over. 
I'm trying to find the the aggressive part of this. Kevin has led Telltale over the past couple of years after he stepped into the CEO role. Uh, with Kevin departing, Telltale is fortunate to have Dan here to take a step back. Where's the, where's, right, okay. So, Kotaku broke the story, reporting that Bruner informed employees of his departure in a memo. Uh, we've grown aggressively since Telltale's inception, and now Telltale is bigger than I ever dreamed it would be. Uh, there are many possible futures for Telltale, and all of them are exciting and uniquely challenging. The time has come to pass the reins to someone that can better drive Telltale to the next level and realize all the potential that is here. Like, I feel like the, the word aggressive is quite kind of, like, interesting there, because it's like, you know that gate like that company seemed to just like blow up in a way that no one really expected and now, went from being like nobodies to like yeah just being like you know cream of the crop for some people like they've become they've got like bethesda level fanboys you yeah, know what i mean yeah. like i mean it's it, like the, the walking this dead is all f- what's that yeah right, well i mean like this is all fine and good i just want fucking news on uh wolf among us too man like, <laughs> yeah. that was promised like four years ago what the yeah. hell's going on i mean the thing the thing is it's like you know i brought this up because it's like i think there's a new walking dead episode out i can't Sorry. remember uh like um I, we, we would definitely be the last to know well i mean like i i i loved the the first season of the walking dead i um right okay so let's let's see when episode three is coming uh Wait, wait, what? So, what? Right, okay. Uh, so, Telltale also confirmed that the physical release of season three, which includes the first episode on disc, will launch it on twenty eighth of February. All right, okay. So, episode three arrives in March, though no more details have been revealed. Like, it's kind of getting quite close to the end of March, and I've heard nothing. Um, like the thing is, like, Walking Dead season one was like incredible. For the time, it was, you know, it it did things that not a lot of games were doing, and then season two had its kind of, you know, the people that didn't like it, I thought it did some really interesting things. Uh, then season three just came along, and, like, no one gives a fuck. <laughs> it's, you know... Yeah. Like, the thing, and, and, and I think that is a real, like there's really telling of the failures of telltale's model now because it's like because i remember playing the first two episodes of season three like getting to the end and thinking like holy fuck this is like this is like a real fucking cliffhanger like and then the time between the episodes only allowed for speculate like only allowed for me to speculate in my own head like wait a minute the plot holes here are fucking ludicrous. The the conveniences of this plot are stupid. Like, so all the all the episodic model did there was make me forget about the game until I saw this, and then two make me question the ways in which the game is failing at this point. <laughs> so it's like you know maybe the episodic model isn't actually the best thing for this that's 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 a weird thing for me because it's like telltale kind of really popularized the episodic model i feel um but it's like you know everyone everyone automatically thinks that the telltale model is you know the episodic model for that works super well and then when you get a game like hitman that does the episodic thing it's automatically going to be a failure whereas actually 
Hitman did it really fucking well, and Telltale is now the one that's, like, really struggling with the episodic model, and it's, like, you know, it's it's not the model, it's the people behind it and how and the quality of work they're doing with it, you know? So, I, I don't know, it's, it's really fucking weird, but, um, yeah, I, I, I just, I brought this up because it was, like, because it kind of got me thinking, like, man, there's a season three of Walking Dead that I have played two episodes of and have completely forgotten about. Like, yeah. fuck, it's, man, like, because that, that, season three premiered in December, I want to say. Like, man. Man, I really, I really just, I have, like, no memory, I'm trying to actually, whoa, I'm trying to, like, recall this, I have no memory of this even coming out, like, <laughs> I, mean, I saw the trailer. I saw like the the older Clementine and everything, and then and everything goes black. Hamish, I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, like I played two episodes of that. I can kind of recall some things that happened in it. It's really not great. Yeah, I got. Jeez, I I can't remember. Like, I can't remember. And you know, <laughs> and I guess they're still doing Minecraft story mode. <laughs> like sure yeah i mean i I guess they would because that's just essentially printing money at this stage so like but man like i i feel kind of like the odd man out in this kind of like recent attitude towards telltales like i don't mind what they do like uh, like like i I really enjoyed the batman thing and i don't care that they're essentially just releasing like the same skeleton you know what i mean and then just kind of draping it in new clothes every time because it's like well visual novels are a thing and people love those it's like and yeah, yeah i don't yeah, like sure. visual novels but i do kind of find myself enjoying getting pulled along by this little story that feels like a you know kind of like a netflix tier um you know serial serialized little mini series or something and i yeah, yeah i like that for what it is it's just it does get still like i don't mind this company just making shit for almost everybody and me just playing the stuff that really appeals to me and not having to really take into account Borderlands shit or yeah 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 for sure Minecraft shit and like I don't know like I get the frustration with people I I bet most of the frustration with this stems from fans of the original couple of series they popped out like the fables you know Wolf Among Us Mm -hmm. uh, Walking Dead obviously like they they just want those series to get love and yeah I don't know it's just like Telltale is just keeps making more shit to make money as businesses do. But yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't know. I just never, they don't bug me. Like, I, yeah, I mean, it's, like, it's, 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 not, like, it's, not, it's not really something that like bugs me. And it's, it's more just like, fuck at one point, this company was on like top of the fucking world in terms of like, holy shit. They these were, guys are... they were pretty damn flawless. Weren't they yeah. like for, a, for a hot minute, they were like, kind of, people were like, holy shit. These guys are bringing back the fucking adventure game. And then look what happened. <laughs> like it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of really weird, and people always get famous, and they let it go to their head. Yeah, yeah. just like this podcast. We used to be so humble. <laughs> now we're getting a thousand downloads an episode, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to E three. It's uh, uh, man, I don't know. It's uh, yeah. I, I I like. I guess I'll probably play the rest of ep- of season three when it's released. Like, because I kind of want to see what happens there um but yeah uh speaking speaking of um what what are we speaking of uh oh fuck how am i gonna nico how am i gonna segue this speaking Um, of uh aggressive growth causing things to suck 
That's good. That's really good. Nico, yeah. I knew I had you on this podcast for a reason. Fucking hell. <laughs> this is, we're going we're gonna to crush it at E3. <laughs> T- Tony Hawk's Pro Skater has a documentary being planned through uh, Indiegogo. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, this is, like I say, the fuck all news. Um, but, uh, oh, fucking all playing videos. Um, oh, apparently Super Mario Run has launched on Android early uh, fucking i'll check i guess wait that, that just happened yeah that, that's, oh my god uh, that's apparently today um that yeah. i thought that happened months ago uh, that's so late wow yeah fucking I, I i i don't know um but uh yeah this is um this tony hawk's documentary like i i wonder i wonder how much they're really going to like go into I mean, because I, I don't know, I haven't I haven't watched the trailer for this, but it's like, is this just going to be the fucking, like, first game? Like, because it seems to be, like, from what they're talking about, it's going to cover, like, the whole series. And, like, uh, yeah, it covers the entire history of the series from start to finish. The idea of the game itself, um, you know, I, I am just really curious to see how much they talk about Robomodo. <laughs> it's like, because... This this is just like I don't I don't dislike developers much because I realize that you know games take a lot of work. There's a substantial pipeline of information that you know thing like things get distorted and like things get fucked up and it's not always the people's fault that are working on it. Like I dislike Robomodo in a big way because it was like this is a like you know these guys aren't in business anymore like they so essentially robomodo kind of from what i remember they came onto the scene like when they were remaking tony hawk they did the tony hawk's hd thing and i remember being super excited about that because tony hawk's 3 is perfect it's a perfect video game it's one of those few video games that there's I cannot find one actually bad thing to say. About like li- literally there is there is there is almost like I mean there is nothing wrong with that game. That game is good in almost it's it's fucking brilliant. The, the worst in every thing way. about Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 is that it's almost too good. There. We can <laughs> quote, quote that Gears of War guy. Like cuz the thing is it's like you go back to like Tony Hawk's 1 and 2 and you know one you don't have like a lot of the you don't have manuals or re- like Two, like, you know, you can say, like, you don't have reverts, but ultimately revisiting two, two doesn't run so great. Like, I, I consider 2X the Xbox version yeah. to be, like, next in line for the throne if three were ever to be assassinated or yeah. something. And, and the thing is, like, <laughs> I, 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 I really like four uh, underground. Four was cool. If, 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 oh, man. Underground Thug. is fucking fantastic on every level including a storytelling level. The story of Underground was like... Villain with a punny name as well. Yep. It's, it's, all, it's all there. That was my fucking McTwist over that helicopter in Hawaii. I don't understand how you could... Uh, that, that, that always kind of bugged me, though, because it's like, wait, clearly that's me in the video. Yeah, just zoom in. <laughs> it's like, it's, seriously, you have raw footage of this. Why? It's clearly me. <laughs> he just edit his I'm face. I'm Eric Sparrow, goddammit. I hate I'm, that guy. I'm mad at him fucking... Ten years later, or how, how, when, hey, did, when did Tony Hawk's Underground come out? 
2003 or four. Oh, fuck. I'm, or I'm, maybe I'm, five. I'm going to I'm um, gonna, I'm gonna look this up and I'm going to feel really old. What, uh, continue. Can you clear up some confusion I've always had with Thug while we're on the subject? Uh-huh. The ending, the very last scene. Yeah. What dictated what made the last scene a mission and what made it a cutscene of you cold clocking you're go- you're, you're going to have to remind me of the ending. So, <laughs> like, okay, so the ending is when you have to do a, like, giant, like, combo around the entirety of the New Jersey map, right? Like, that's, like, the final boss yes. of that thing. Yeah, you have yeah, to, like, yeah, follow yeah. him and do everything he does. But... Sometimes if you get to that part, he suggests doing that, like one more trip around the block, and then you just slug his ass and take the tape, and yeah, that's the end. Right, so you, if if you, um, I think it's like if you beat the story like a couple of, uh, you beat the story like a, like a couple of times or something like that, then he, like, at that stage, he will just fucking knock the guy out. It's 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 so satisfying. I yeah. remember the first time that happened to me, though, and I was like, whoa, that's about like, <laughs> it's like near with an alternate ending. <laughs> Uh, yeah i mean like you know the tony hawk series has just been like so fucking good to get back to robomodo like they remade tony hawk's one and they included maps from tony hawk's two as well um the physics was all wrong like like, that's the thing it's so hard to articulate why that game fucking sucks so hard like, I'd, I'd actually like to hear people like younger than us or older than us you know like because we we are that age of like like we have that shit burned into our brains yeah, yeah, like yeah. tony the, the feel of playing a tony hawk game i don't care how long you were playing skate for when skate was all the rage i hand you a ps1 controller and put in tony hawk you're gonna immediately know what you're doing like, yeah yeah exactly if you're in our age range you know what i mean i like, mean it's like it's, you know i i yeah i mean i i was at i was at a thing called glass games a couple of weeks ago and uh like i played tony hawk on the dreamcast and it was like man this game just still feels really fucking good and it's yeah, like it feels good on the n64 as well like i can yeah. easily report like it, it felt good on all the systems it felt good on everything mm-hmm. but robomoto comes along like and it's it's just it just feels slightly off, like everything feels a little bit too floaty, and it completely throws the entire experience off. And like, and like uh, th- that that was enough to make me like. I remember people were really excited for Tony Hawk's Five, and like it was revealed fairly early on that Robomodo was handling that. And I and at that point, I was like, "This is gonna fucking suck." And everyone was still really excited about it. And I was like, "Dude, listen." This is not going to be the game you want it to be because Robomodo fucking suck at making Tony Hawk's games. Before that, they made Ride and Shred. You know, it, it like I did. I think did they make Downhill Jam? Uh, Someone had to make that. Wait, I mean, like Robomodo Tony Hawk. Let's base an entire game off the least liked level from Tony Hawk One. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, that's that's great. <laughs> So they made so they made Raid Shred, uh, HD, and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Five. So, yeah. Wow, so, what a gold tier developer here, guys. It's, I mean, uh, from, from what I remember, those guys were like a mobile developer or something like that. So, yeah, yeah that was when uh, that was those games all came out in that era when I actually was I was one of those doomsayers where I was like. Uh, it's all going mobile, isn't it? All the, yeah. all the developers are going mobile. Like, 
the Wii, the Wii was like, "Da man, it's getting all, it's getting all easy." They're making it so Grandma can play. <laughs> no oh my God! Downhill Jam came out on the PS2. Did it? Yeah, but it was also a Wii launch title. Yeah, I, that, that's how I remember it. But like, man, it came out for all the best systems: Nintendo DS, Game Boy Advance, <laughs> PlayStation Two, the Wii. <laughs> oh man! Oh God! Holy so, fuck. so it came, so it came out for the PS2. Like, as the PS2 was wrapping the fuck up, it was uh... actually. You remember though, the the PlayStation Two. It's like last game came out in like 2008 or something like that. <laughs> like it was, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, like that, that's, that system had some fucking legs. It got game of the year in like Game Informer like well after the 360 had come out. Like or, or one of the, like I think Odin Sphere came out like super right. late and like won a bunch of awards. So that that system had like life. Yeah, I mean, but that, that's kind of a thing. Like you had that on the like the PS1 going into the PS2. You had like FIFA, like um like fifa uh came came out for years on the ps2 on the ps1 after the ps2 was released um oh wow yeah fucking uh, i am i am looking at a copy Pez of 2014 yep is the very last PS2, uh, ps2 game i guess that's insane 20 so that that would have come out in 2013 but still, those graphics actually look really good for a ps2 game I mean, I suppose when you're doing it for that long, you kind of know what the system is inside and out, you know. So, yeah. um, but man, the, like it was, it was all kind of stuff like that. It was like football games and stuff because the the you know the kind of the kind of people that like primarily bought football games like weren't necessarily the people who were like interested in having the latest system or whatever. They just wanted the latest football game. So that's why you had. It was it was always the same with like you know like DDR games were coming out on the PlayStation One like years into the PlayStation Two life cycle and stuff and um, you know so that like is is those kinds of things where it's like okay people have the system they want and they want to keep buying games for it but they don't want to upgrade the system you know so they release games like that on there um, but yeah the, the, like I, I I don't know this documentary was more just a kind of jumping off point to talk about Tony Hawk because. Like, yeah, I mean, like, what what is there really to say about the documentary other than like, I hope that gets not funded because that would be well, cool. Like, oh, there you go. <laughs> like, it, it's, I mean, it's you know, it's raised fourteen percent and it's got twenty two days left. I guess you know maybe it'll get funded. I hope it does because like Tony Tony Hawk. <laughs> There's there was there was that episode of the point that Daniel Dwyer did where he was talking about where he interviewed like Tony Hawk about it and that dude like seems to have his head screwed on when it comes to this stuff. I imagine that he was probably like not cool with what Robomoto was doing, but he couldn't really say anything about it. But I don't know. Who knows? You, I, I you imagine really for Tony Hawk, it must feel weird, kind of being like, I get for lack of a better term right now, backseat deving it with uh, yeah, develop yeah. you know what i mean because like he he's not he he doesn't like say like oh i know exactly how this video game should be playing like i think he's very vocal about like how he you know it's not all <laughs> i i don't do much in this game you know like to, yeah 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 to de- he doesn't design it he just tells people like yeah that that's how that would be you know like he's totally i guess he's a producer like myself <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> he's going to e3 uh yeah but, um, man i'm looking at i, I just I'm looking at PS2 launch day titles. They had Tekken Tag on day one. There's never going to be a better console. Exactly. Exactly. So There's never going to be a better launch day than having Tekken Tag on day one. <laughs> Unless you're talking I mean, the, the Switch. Wii U had Tekken Tag 2, and that was pretty fucking cool. But yeah, that was pretty like, good. 
Um, but yeah, I guess Duh. that'll that'll do it for news. We we actually we have some questions this week. Um, yeah. So thank thank you to everyone who sent in questions. Um, the first one is uh, is like an anonymous one that came in from uh, came in on my curious cat thing that you can go on to curious again. cat, um, which uh, you know says uh, you guys seem to have some interesting outlooks and opinions on media other than video games like music and movies. Are we ever going to get special editions of the podcast devoted to metal or something? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the idea that we like you know. We're, I, I don't know i wouldn't say that we're big like metal heads or whatever like there there's metal that we like like a lot of metal I'm, that I'm, we like yeah i mean like but uh, it, like like it's just when you say it like metal it's like metal is so fucking corny <laughs> um if we just if we just like i mean like i could talk about metal but like i don't not with the confidence i could have about talking about video games i guess like I mean, it, if it was like narrowed down to like a Mashuga cast, then yes. Yeah, like. I mean, it's, it, it, I, I don't know. It's like I listen to I, I do actually listen to a lot of metal. Like it's just because I listen to a lot of everything. Um, I could like the, the thing is, I, I've been thinking about like I have, I've been formulating plans to like start another channel, which is like kind of like what I'm doing just now, but just in just with music instead of games. Um Ooh, cool. Which would which would make which would make the title make more sense because like because I took the name writing on games from a book called Writings on Music by Steve Reich, uh, you know, and I just I didn't want it to be Writings on Games, which it felt weird to say when you had two words that ended in S, um, but uh, <laughs> like so it would be nice to kind of do that, uh, but I, like. I, I I don't know I I I don't think we'll we'll really do like much in the way of like you know I mean maybe maybe if the channel like takes maybe if the music channel takes off and like I'll get you on to fucking like talk about fucking music or whatever I, I mean if it got to that point I would advise like don't have me on permanently just have me on about like bands I legitimately know <laughs> yeah. a lot about because I don't want to just be like here we're talking about Opeth or something like I don't, yeah exactly I mean like I, you, I kind of know about them <laughs> yeah ex- ex- exactly it's it's uh. You know, I mean, like we 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 like a lot of the kind of we like a lot of the same bands, I guess. Yeah, uh, like I mean, I, I didn't try to imply by uh, a couple of minutes ago that I like like I'm above metal or don't like metal. It's yeah, like of course. My, yeah. my metal my metal listening peak just happened to be around like high school, right? And, like, yeah, totally. I, I don't I don't I don't consider metal to be like immature. I just feel like I've kind of listened to all the stuff in metal i kind of whatever give a shit about and i've retained the bands to this day that i figure are worth it for me uh, yeah and it I, just I, so I, happens it's like three bands and it's like yeah i mean that's just how it is for me i, I guess you could argue half of the stuff that i do listen to would be considered metal in some way shape or uh, yeah form. i mean I it's know. like you know a lot of the a lot of like what would usually be considered punk has kind of gone the way of like metal like i listen to bands like you know um, like nails and full of hell and like the last oh, like, code, yeah, code nails, we, like if we're calling nails metal then all right I mean, i'm nails, listening nails, to more modern as fuck. Uh, I, I guess they are i just consider them like grindcore because they're just so like yeah. fast and done with every song and totally yeah, yeah I see, mean, see this this would be what the podcast would be <laughs> exactly. by the way is dumbass <laughs> semantics about well, I, what subgenre is this yeah and i i feel like that would like I, I don't know i feel like that's a lot of my problem with music media at the moment 
which is that it's all about like stupid semantic shit where it, it, like you're constantly <laughs> just talking about how something feels and is this you know, dark wave or noise yeah, wave yeah like uh, I, I, I don't know it's it, like part of the reason i would be starting the channel to talk about music would be like you know um would be to kind of like cut through some of that bullshit because a lot of it is written by people that have never been in bands and like don't know what it's like to play music or whatever and it's a lot of uh music critics i've noticed are people who like either don't play instruments or like don't I mean, I, I can't want I, to be in bands. Like, I understand there's just as many on the opposite end of the spectrum, but it is kind of funny that that's. I, 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 I guess, mean, I guess like we talk about video yeah, games, we don't make video games. Exactly. Like, that's yeah. So like, it's, it's 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 weird. I just I just feel that like, you know. But then then again, you do have like some you know some developers like have very prominent roles in terms of like criticism and stuff like that. And I guess you know like that gives them an interesting edge in the criticism community because they actually do this shit and understand it and it's like i feel like if i was to do something like that it would it would be from a place of like kind of it feels like really kind of elitist to say like greater understanding but like you know i i know how the mechanics of songwriting work i know how the mechanics of like composition in terms of you know like many many different genres and like including things like you know um quote-unquote classical music and stuff like the different areas of that like i understand theory like but i also understand the kind of more emotional impetus that goes into writing or composing a piece of music or whatever so i feel like that would like i feel like i'd be able to articulate that in a way that most music journalism really fucking sucks at um like you know, I I can think of many games journalists that I really like. I cannot think of a single music journalist that I I I enjoy reading at all. Like I've been asked before, like, oh, what kind of music journalism do you read? And I'm like, none. It, I I honestly can't really think of anything that I care about enough. Like, because these people rarely if ever understand anything to do with it so i don't know you like so to get back to the question you probably won't see a podcast from us like doing stuff like that maybe occasionally like if i start this channel and you know it goes somewhere like who knows but you know you you you, you will probably see me talk make perhaps make videos about music more in depth at some point in the in the near future so um yeah uh I, kind of an extension of that um uh, uh shintai uh on twitter asked uh i'm a big prog rock guy rush dream theater pain of salvation hacking devon devon townsend uh got any recommendations um man prog rock is a is a weird fucking thing to me like you know i, I mean i i fucking think dream theater sucks so bad like don't take that personally like it's not it, you know it's your fucking as free as can be to like them if you want like i just think they they are terrible i made a shreds video of them which i think is better than any dream theater song um but uh like in terms of prog for me it's like i don't know i like some rush stuff but there's for me it was always like king crimson yeah that's what i was gonna say king i mean like not like yeah, if you haven't heard of King Crimson, go just go check out King Crimson, I guess, uh, yeah. for Prague. Like, that's I mean, my... Because we, we actually talked about this last week after the podcast, where we were like... That's right. You know, um, for me, like, 
early King Crimson is kind of where, like, I mean, you made the point that it's like where you start with King Crimson is kind of where your your like preferences lie um yeah it, it, where it's 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 like um for me it was uh court of the crimson king and uh what was the fucking second record um red no red was uh like the fifth i want to say oh jesus um like the second record it had pictures of a city on it which is like maybe the band's best song in my eyes it's like it, it's it's like a schizoid man turned up to like 50 um uh in the wake of poseidon that was the name of the second record um, oh, that's right god what a name <laughs> it's so yeah in the court of the crimson king and in the wake of poseidon i feel like those jesus christ like the, the, i mean those two records are like very sonically similar in terms of the way they were produced and everything so sounds like a dark souls dlc <laughs> <laughs> it actually really does yeah. um uh but yeah i mean like um for me th- that's preferable but it's like you know you've got like starless and bible black which has um the great it has great deceivers on it which is fucking so good um then but then you've also got like uh well that that so it's like king crimson tends to work in eras so it's like you've got in the court of the crimson king in the wake of poseidon then you've also got like uh starless and bible black and red and then you've got like the the 80s stuff which is like yeah which is like fucking really really good um very techie yeah um so it's like what what's your favorite of the 80s stuff it just the the entirety of discipline is like just one of my actual favorite albums yeah, of all time yeah. it's just so good it's so set all their little every song resolves into something that makes my like genes feel good you know what i mean like you know like you know that shit about like uh, like cells are stimulated by like perfect sounds you know like yeah yeah and they they make shit react like that that entire album makes me react in a nice way his, like his, my, his voice like adrian blue's voice is just so good on it it's good it's got a weird it's like it's totally just david burns voice but there's something else going on there too you know what i mean it's like yeah which makes sense given as how he's like probably fresh out of playing and talking heads in that yeah, band yeah, so it's, it's totally yeah it's uh yeah is it like it, it, well, would you consider talking heads prog i mean like they are progressive <laughs> like that's that's the thing prog is such a weird fucking term because it's like for me like prog it like for me the, the the term prog applies to like modern bands like um have you heard the band zoo no uh they're they're an italian band um uh three piece uh it's uh drums bass and sax and they're fucking like they're one of my favorite bands um uh like they recently like for the last album they got gabe serbian on drums who if you don't know gabe serbian listen to the locust um (laughs) is you know fucking one of the best drummers ever um like so they they kind of like they, they 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 started off as like kind of like quite kind of mathy stuff and they eventually got heavier and everything but it's uh you know they're they're kind of what i would consider prog there's also a band you know zoo is spelled z the letter u there's also another band called zeese which is spelled z s and like that band i would consider prog they're they're considered chamber prog which i never really got the definition of but it's chamber uh, prog like it is it's it's like it's it's um it's super like avant-garde stuff uh, it's it's um precise like you know th- like that band in their prime 
was like a six piece with two drummers two guitarists and two saxophones and they like it was super like they used sheet music when they played live and it was uh um the guy went on to do charlie looker went on to do uh extra life which is a fucking incredible band like again one of my favorites and then he went on to do sound zero which is kind of more metal i guess but still really great um like and all that stuff i would consider prog to a certain extent like progressive rock is like such a weird thing but um i don't know it's, it's like things like devon townsend i never really got into it all felt a bit kind of like airy to me like it, it just it kind of like it's, it's kind of uh the tesseract thing of like you know it feels like it's gonna get into this fucking meaty fucking groove and then it just kind of goes to this like weak ass fucking you know acoustic shit <laughs> i guess i'm trying to think of like well i guess if 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 the person who asked this doesn't mind getting like too heavy i would maybe recommend between the buried and me like oh, I, I could never get into buried and me like I, I i loved their uh i loved silent circus i loved alaska and i yeah, loved yeah. uh colors was really cool colors was like a very formative album for me because it right, hit okay. me like right when i was like 15 and uh i would really recommend maybe just that like if you're because like from the bands listed out that sounds like it's kind of a less metal thing i know you said dream theater but dream theater can almost be a rock band at some point uh, yeah yeah and but like so if you don't mind maybe some like straight up growling like um split interspliced with kind of softer parts try <laughs> colors it's it may come off a bit too much like an audio collage in hindsight but it's it did some cool things for like progress progressive death metal i guess yeah, is yeah, yeah. You describe it yeah like i don't know i always like that i i mean you know. if, if you're wanting to go for more like kind of traditional prog like one of my favorite kind of quote-unquote prog albums is uh an album from a band an italian band called arti and mestieri uh called tilt they're an italian band and they kind of take after that whole um like uh you know the kind of uh giallo film soundtrack type thing uh where uh when did, when did fucking tilt come out um there's uh fuck tilt was 1974 um that album is fucking great it's like super melodic in in like a really uh neat way the the drumming is unbelievable on it like it's uh it's, it's an album that i kind of go back to every now and then i'm like man this band is really fucking good there's also the cherry wave which became goblin i want to say uh, i was actually just about to suggest well, like just personally oh, throw out there, like goblins. Uh, it's, work it's not that the they did. It's, it's not. It's not the cherry wave. Sorry, because the cherry wave is a Glasgow oh. band. Um, the uh, goblin is great though. Go- yeah, goblin yeah. is fucking badass, man. Like, like they. Uh, my my favorite thing, and this is probably really cliched, but I'm American, so this was really my only exposure to goblin for the longest time was the Dawn of the Dead soundtrack. Like right. the Italian version of that soundtrack is all those goblin tracks are like what I love about like weird fucking experimental rock it's like yeah in there. yeah yeah um, lots of weird synth and shit and just like i love i love any tech where a guitar and a snare drum are syncing up together doing cool tapping shit so yes. that's in there like i i love anything with tapping i guess would be <laughs> <laughs> i mean uh, right so the, the, so goblin were originally called cherry five that was that was it not, <laughs> not like, cherry wave um because fucking name is still just as dumb yeah i mean uh like <laughs> Uh, I mean, they, they, they like, you know, uh, 
Goblin did soundtracks for, you know, uh, Argento films, which is, you know, Giallo yeah. stuff. So they did Suspiria and Tenebrae and stuff like that. Um, just and amazing, the, the, amazing the, the Euro cut of Dawn of the Dead, I believe, is their, what they're on. But if you watch the other versions, they're not on it. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, I guess that's kind of all I really have to say about Prague. It's, it's like a super broad thing. There's a lot that you like you know Prague and post-rock like would that be like I was thinking like uh, should I say Slint like they're not really a prog band but that's like one of my favorite bands ever I would would consider them more like post-hardcore almost you know like they're the band that gets like a bunch of credit for basically invent quote-unquote inventing post-rock like the the formula for it but it's like the, the, I feel the, like there's earlier examples in Slint, and I feel like that's a band that would say, "No, we didn't invent this." You know, also, like if, also post rock, I kind of so often can like conflate with, "Hey, we're, you know, we've got a quiet bit, and then we've got a loud bit, and there's delay pedals and that is, tremble that is picking." Much, you know, that's Spiderland to a T, it, though. Like, is it? Is it though? The, the way most of them are built up, like the way Slint <sighs> writes their songs, is totally like quiet build up crescendo that doesn't quite get there go back down i i, I don't know if, it, it, they're, they're certainly not as cliche as a lot of bands got with it um so that's because slint is actually a band of four or five lunatics and they're all weird loner <laughs> dudes who got together and made fucking beautiful magic in a basement yeah for sure and then steve albini got involved and then that's when shit always gets good so <laughs> oh man um i guess we'll take like one more question because we're nearly at fucking three hours yeah. <laughs> uh, uh like uh so pretzel on twitter asks um i'm loving these names yeah exactly um how do I, yeah like anonymous uh how, how do i become a big youtuber like yourself <laughs> i have ideas but can't motivate myself to work on them um so first I, off, I wrote this. <laughs> <laughs> I've been pretzel along. Um, it's me. <laughs> so so first off, I'm not a big YouTuber. <laughs> like it's, um, I you know, I, I I get I get people saying you know, like oh the channel's doing so well, and I'm like, I mean it's it's doing okay. Like you know, and they're like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, well the the Dark Souls videos do really well, and like I'm still kind of building up the audience for the other shit you know um which like there's a difference there um and uh you know the the zelda video did really well which is really kind of heartening because it's like okay a dark souls video can get these views or whatever um and like but the thing is you know this person's asking about like hey you know i i i need the motivation to work on this stuff like how do you do it like it's like I'm constantly saying to you, Nico. It's like you just gotta do it. it like it is for, for me. The biggest thing was that like I have I had been thinking about doing this about starting a channel for like for years. I I've been wanting to like talk about video games, um, and it just always got to a point with a script that I'd be writing or just a thing that I'd be writing, whether regardless of whether was where I was going to post it where I would be like, man, I I don't know where this is going, and I'd put it to the side, and I'd never come back to it. I'd say, like, and and I have so many fucking files upon files upon files upon files of things that I'd written that I always said, like, oh, there's something there, I'll go back to that, and I never do, and I never will. Um, I've got a Yoshi's Wooly World review that's completely <laughs> typed up, but it's uh, it's like... 
that was two years ago I wrote that, and I'm still... Yeah. (laughs) You're never going to see it. Exactly. But, like, you know, I remember um, playing... It was playing her story with my ex at the time, and it was... uh, Oh, my girlfriend at the time, sorry. And, uh, Your ex at the time. Yeah, my, yeah, my ex now. <laughs> um, and, uh, like, uh, she, you know, and I was watching her play it, and these ideas were just formulating in my head about, like, okay, this is able, I'm able to link this to stuff that I'm doing, or I was doing at university about, like, literary theory and stuff like that. And I just went home and typed up something, and I was like, no, this is, this is too good not to like not to just continue and push through with so like whenever i was like eh, i don't know i was just like nope I'm just gonna fucking do it and then i got that script written i recorded it the next day made the video put it up there and then i was like i can do this now and that was it that was yeah. all i needed to fucking do and it, it was you know and then making the next video was just so much fucking easier because i was like okay there's things i maybe wanted to fix in that her story script but i didn't let myself get too precious about it so i just fucking did it put it out there and then the next video i was like okay this doesn't have to be like perfect for me to put it out there i will improve as time goes on and because like i was super fucking hard on myself and like wondering how am i ever going to get good at this and like eventually you just get to the point where it's like okay i'm just gonna fucking do it like regardless um and that's kind of constantly what i say to you it's like just fucking do it put the videos out nico i know um like honestly though like the best advice i can give anyone is just do it and put it out there be okay with it not being great at the start like there, there may be things you dislike with it just put it out there and just like do it and you will get better as time goes on but once you get that first thing out there the realization that you can do it is like is unbelievably liberating it took me years to get to that point but once i did i was like okay i can do this now and then it was just like in terms of like building an audience i sometimes get like messages from people saying like oh like how do i build an audience like if i do this thing that i've got planned like am i just like kind of putting it out there and like you know am i wasting it by putting it out there now like would i not be better to build up the fan base and then put it out there and i'm just like you've got to go into this with the the foreknowledge that this might never take off for you like that is in any creative field you go into like whether it be like writing or music or art or whatever you've got to realize that it might not go anywhere and like that might sound like kind of grim or whatever but like man doesn't mean you can stop doing it either like just because it doesn't go anywhere like if you enjoy it you know keep fucking doing that that is that is the point it's like look if you if you enjoy doing this then you will never be disappointed like the point is that youtube's algorithm is it feels so random at some points in terms of what it will pick up and put out to people and stuff like there are channels with like a hundred subscribers that have videos with you know like fifty thousand views just somehow and it's like there are channels with you know like a hundred thousand subscribers that get like you know fifteen thousand views and it's, it's like youtube's just a weird fucking thing like 
don't worry yourself too much about like oh am i gonna get an audience for this because chances are you probably won't like that's just the way it is like um it i was i was making videos for like six months before i got before i made that dark souls and depression video which got like like five thousand views four thousand views five thousand views at the time which to me was like fucking mental i was like holy fucking shit this is getting viewed by people and um yeah like sometimes it just happens like that you know and and that's when like i got i got i got a notification from facebook the other day that was like hey a year ago today uh like it reminded it was one of the memory things it's like one of the memories was hey i just hit 600 subscribers and i was like i'm now sitting at like you know fucking nearly 38,000 <laughs> it's uh um yeah it's it, shit like that sometimes just happens and it's you can't predict it you you can only put out the stuff that you want to put out and like be resolute with yourself that you are going to put it out there so that you can then get to a point where you can continue to produce this work and at the very least you can be proud of what you've done and then then you start to maybe get into like okay youtube's algorithm favors regular uploads can i do this on a regular basis um you know like can i maintain that quality on a regular basis and there are some compromises you sometimes like make there like but you know ultimately as long as you're proud of it then you will never be disappointed and that's kind of the mentality you've got to go into any creative outlet with um but yeah i, I don't know this is mainly just a thing to say like nico where are the videos <laughs> fucking you wrote this one <laughs> didn't you I've been I'll, I'll, I'll i'll give my own weird advice being in the same boat as this yeah yeah sure gentleman or lady or anonymous wind spirit person i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about it's, it's the end of the podcast um <laughs> yeah it's, I don't know, I I, I used to kind of get, like, nervous, like, am I missing the boat by not releasing something now? And, like, I don't, I don't beat myself up about it, not too much. Like, I, I get the reoccurring joke in this podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, been yeah. like, I don't got nothing. I got stuff coming. I, I, I think people would be, I don't know if they'd be surprised not to understand that probably half the reason I don't get this shit out is, like, I got... I got other stuff to do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, 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 believe it or not, I don't actually play video games all day. And like, like, so like, (laughs) it's like, I, I actually wish that was my life. And like, you'd, you'd, people would be probably happy to know that I'd probably get more stuff done if I just didn't have like life shit to do. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, but the, the, the biggest thing I can say is like, don't let. Don't get annoyed by life. You know what I mean? Getting yeah. in the way of it, I guess. I used to kind of get fucking mad and frustrated. Like, I'm never going to get even to the starting line because I can't even, you know, wrangle life stuff. But it's like, you know what? It's going to come. I'm going to get it done eventually. Yeah. I'll be good. I've been given a fucking great platform by you, actually. <laughs> like, I'm on this podcast. Like, thank you for that. Like, that's a. I'm in, I am in a fucking unique position. Like, you know what I mean? Like, in terms of starting YouTubers... Like, it, I'm in a little bit of a different boat, I'd say, nowadays. Like, it's like, I have people who know who I am, at least on, like, Twitter, you know? And, yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. would already get me views that people just starting would not have and stuff like that. And, you know, it's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, don't don't rush yourself, but don't don't give up, is what I'm, like... Well, you see, I, 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 you know, you're giving 
contradictory advice. I'm saying no, no. I'm saying like 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 don't. <laughs> I'm joking. I, I mean like don't just like if you don't want to do it right now, don't do it. Like work yes, on it. Yes, but yeah. don't don't like don't start sweating over it. Yes, before that, you that don't, is don't start worrying about your channel until like you got something. You know what I mean? Like I mean, yeah, no, no use like, worrying about something nobody knows exists. You, you, I guess you, you, like and also you can't build a fan base with nothing. You know it's, exactly. It, like, you know just. It, do do something if you want to do something like if if you're really serious about it then 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 pursue it and just like say okay i'm just gonna write this thing make a video put it out there cool like and then like that's all you can really do is uh, like you if, if you want to get noticed then you're gonna have to put yourself out there at some point but it's like um yeah i, I, I don't know just don't just go into it with the mindset that like i am doing this for myself uh like i'm doing it for literally no one else and that's the mindset that i continue with like i mean i maybe you know i listen to my patrons because they pay me to do the shit you know it's um like but apart from that it's like hey if you don't like what i do then i then it's not for you it's like and that's I don't know, maybe, like, blame it on, you know, years of playing fucking aggressive, weird music and stuff, but, like, I, you know, I I, I have grown to, to like, learn, I've, I've learned to not be disappointed with no one knowing what I do, like, because, it, it's, and the, th- the fact that people do know it, and the fact that people are, like, picking up on it is, like, so, like, flattering, but that's only because I had no expectations of that. Like I was, I'm as happy with thirty eight thousand subscribers as I was with like six hundred and vice versa. You know, it's like you, you know what I mean. It's is like yeah. Every every single stage of it has been success to me because like because I went in and said, okay, I want to get this out there because I want I want this video to exist, and that's it. And that made it easier to then pursue other stuff. And you know, so just do it. Don't worry yourself too much about it because if you do, you will end up producing subpar work and you will also, you are less, you are almost less likely to get anywhere with it if you're doing something you're not passionate about because insincerity shines through so fucking sharply. Like it's, you know, you cannot, you cannot miss that shit. So it's like, just be fucking, be cool, be yourself reflect your take was take that? the punches take, no, like, take I, I, the, yeah, yeah yeah take people fucking with you because like don't lash back at them like don't <laughs> i mean you be, say be, that no 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 you know what i mean like like there's a way to lash out at people who are like giving you grief in like a classy way and uh, yeah, a lot of sure, youtubers yeah. like fail hard at that yeah and or or a lot of people always voice the concern of like anonymous comments because they're always going to be there there's always going to be assholes just don't take don't take don't any matter. of it to heart like you know i i, yeah. I post on twitter a lot like these fucking dumb youtube comments that i get that i that i you know reply to and stuff i'm not replying to them because like they've affected me in any way i just see that like it's the, the troll in me man from you know years ago i'm just like man i see an opportunity there to rail someone up because they've tried to do it to me and i'm like you've failed but like i can do this back to you and i will succeed like that's the only reason i do that shit like if i took to heart any of the shit that 
people like said to me i would fucking kill myself like it's like that fucking bad like um but you know it just the most important piece of advice i can ever give anyone is just because someone on the internet says you're wrong does not mean you're wrong if as long as you believe in as long as you're confident in your convictions sometimes it can feel like almost delusional like you you're you're defending what you're doing in the face of like overwhelming fucking criticism that doesn't mean those people are right like you know just be steadfast have reasons for your arguments and as long as you can provide them who gives a fuck it, like it's, you know that's that's you know you're you're good there you know it's so and, um, yeah and start making friends now like make yeah, internet yeah. friends i mean like I, I know that's a weird piece of advice but like make make people who are who do the thing you like a lot of these people youtubers you probably look up to are probably you can probably find them on twitter and they'll talk to you and they'll love to have conversations with you make yeah, friends sure. with those yeah. people yeah i mean like, i you know i like i i i turned i turned off notifications from people i don't follow like for a while they're just for you know for for obvious reasons if you've been following the past couple of weeks or whatever um but it's you know i i'm i'm more than happy to like talk to people like i i, I got a few like kind of um questions sent to me like you know like oh why are you so rude to your fans and i'm like i'm not rude, i'm not i'm not rude to my fans like i'm i i am rude gotta to hate those those frustrate me and they're not even directed at me <laughs> i mean they, they, they don't they don't actually like frustrate me or anything it's is i i get why someone would say that because like i say i post things on twitter all the time of like idiots commenting at me and me like responding to them those people aren't my fans like well yeah exactly that's what frustrates me it's like oh, why are you so mean to your fans like that's a fan the guy saying this guy's a fucking idiot like, like you, that's a fan know, like, like, I, what? like I, yeah i mean part of i think why i have done as well as i have done is because from the start i have tried to maintain that kind of like hey i'm an open book come and ask me anything and i'll talk to you like you know i i like it's getting a little bit more difficult now just because the videos are getting like slightly more views now but it's like i try my best to respond to like i try my best to respond to like as many youtube comments as i can and like you know if someone messages me on twitter like i get back to them you know it's like i and i i think like my fans have largely been kind of impressed with that level of engagement i guess but who knows it's just just be cool with people man like you know don't like if someone's being an asshole like don't give them the time of day unless you have the the knowledge with which you can with which you can retaliate in a way that doesn't make you look lesser you know what i mean it's like it's so easy to come across in situations like this as kind of whiny and it's like don't don't do that to yourself it's a bad look if if, if you can't come if you can't come back to someone just leave it it's just gonna sit there in the ether and no one's gonna give a fuck about it like that's the kind of mentality you've got to have these people are just shouting into the wind and like you've just got to focus on the people that like what you do or take something from it and or offer you some kind of constructive like you know like counterpoint or whatever like engage with those people don't engage with the idiots like unless you know how to do it it's an art form (laughs) it's um so yeah i don't know it's just just be cool essentially be cool and remember that that band take take a leaf from that uh the band anvil they didn't get famous for like 35 years or something louis ck is a great example of this 
This dude, that dude was working hard in what he wanted to do for like 25 years. He got famous when he was like 40. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, I mean, <laughs> not to like make you feel like, yeah, keep cranking away when you're 40, your YouTube channel will be booming. <laughs> I just mean like, I just mean like success literally can just drop into people's lives like out I mean, of nowhere. And it's never yeah. when you have planned it because you can't fucking plan for success. You just I mean, can't. I mean it's you, like part of it is you've got to redefine your view of success. It's like, for exactly. me, you know, like, for you know when i was making music originally i was i was like wanting like my fucking punk bands at the time to get to a point where oh, i'll make a living doing this i'll get rich and famous doing this like that's never gonna fucking happen uh, like, to be young exactly exactly man you know <laughs> and, and then eventually you get that ground out of you <laughs> which sounds grim but it's like you know you eventually get to a stage where like okay success is i made this song that i really like i recorded this album someone bought it like that kind of thing and it's the same with youtube where it's like hey success to me is i made this video that i really wanted to make and success is oh someone viewed it or someone shared it somewhere people are really liking this success is oh shit okay we're going to e3 (laughs) like you know it's it's just success you you can't measure success as this one static thing you've got to just scale it and uh yeah i don't know it's uh this it, it just you know you've, you've you've just got to ride with it i guess just make the things you want to make and if it goes anywhere cool if it doesn't then at least you made something you're proud of we'll so. watch your videos though yeah pretzel i will show me your videos yeah. we're pretzel we're the videos pretzel pretzels the yeah new, you, wait, you can take this joke for the rest yeah, of the pre- pretzels the new nico um so uh, <laughs> hey, yeah, moving every, up in the world see pre- now that's how you measure success <laughs> And with that, <laughs> I think that is, I think that's going to do it for questions, and I think that's going to do it for the podcast. If you have any questions, um, get in touch with um, Nico or I uh, on Twitter uh, at Hamble Black or at Nico Blakely. Uh, you can email, uh, you can email us at Hamish, at Hamish or like Hamish at writingongames.co.uk or Nico at writingongames.co.uk. Um, yeah just whatever our curious cats which you can find through twitter i guess and lots of ways to oh get god in touch. I, I have like two by accident and so the one that has like a picture of me not standing oh god okay my, my curious cat is the, the one that's connected to my twitter is the one you should use i accidentally have one connected through facebook and it's like it's like an amateur I know I accidentally clicked the wrong one and now there's one called Nico and then there's one called like user five million two or something, you know, like <laughs> so use the Twitter one, use the one that obviously looks like it gets used if you're going to go on the curious cat <laughs> and talk shit anonymously like you guys like to do. All right. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I'm, I'm not going to ask where the video is because we already covered that. Um, you were on yeah. a podcast. You were on another podcast recently. You traitor. I've been cheating <laughs> on you. I'm, I've been unfaithful. I've been, I went back to to uh <laughs> to where to, 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 to I, I, I literally friend. almost just said mark b land and i was like what the <laughs> fuck does that mean i went back to mark b land that was actually what was about to come out of my mouth and i like, yeah um our our first time guest our last guest because yep. we haven't had any since uh mark b i i made the switch wait, to his wait, podcast wait, 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 that, made, no, made, that has wait. nothing to do with the nico you mean you made the switch I did. I snapped. God, I can't snap good. Um, <laughs> that just sounds like I, I, the yeah, mic. Hamish snapped his fingers, and I was instantaneously transported to the East Coast, <laughs> where I spoke on the 
Neo Kobe Pizza Podcast. Hell yeah. The, um, God, I, I got his tagline wrong. What is it? The only podcast that floats in soup? Is that what uh, it yes, is? Yes, yes. I'm sorry, Mark. I forgot that wrong. It's a, it's a um, what's the game? Uh, Snatcher. Snatcher, yeah. Snatcher reference. From, from, as, as I say on that podcast, it's the only scene from Snatcher I can actually retain in my memory <laughs> is the the pizza not coming back up out of his soup scene. Yeah. So, yeah, so you can find it there. Um, should be out by now, I believe. If not, just look up Neo Kobe Pizza, Mark B, and you should be able to find it. Uh, it's on iTunes and, or anywhere else. Podcasts are given away for free because who charges for a podcast? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of fun. We talked about um, kind of excessive fanboys and whatnot. And like we kind of just tried to figure. Yeah, like you and your fucking tomato games. Like <laughs> we, we tried to figure. Try to figure out kind of what makes them tick. Kind of tried to find out solutions, I guess, possibly to that problem. It's all very bleak. I had to get me kind of get more and more depressed over that podcast. <laughs> I, I had a guy. About the state. I had a guy accuse me of Nintendo fanboyism, who was literally called PlayStation Elation. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe it's like sarcastic. Maybe he's an Xbox fanboy, and he's like and, sour about the, the the fall from. Oh God, who knows? God. Who cares about these people? Exactly. Honestly, I, the, the more like after after I did the podcast with Mark yesterday, I was like, I hate these people. The more I talk about them, like, like, I was, like they're just like they must be eleven. I just I can't they, they, fathom they've, adults they've thinking be, like this. You can't imagine adults having the time to care about that stuff. You know? God damn! Like, yeah, I I, I threw my two cents and two cents into the ring last year about No Man's Sky, and I was pretty. I wouldn't say livid. I was very just like kind of upset by the game's final kind of how it, how it was out of the oven, and it was just like that wasn't even holding a candle to what some of these people were getting up to as Zelda and Mass Effect in the last yeah. two weeks. Like, yeah, oh, God, uh, just don't attach your ego to shit that's not yours. Why? Why? I mean, don't you're, touch you're, obje- you're objectifying yourself when you do shit like that. I hope you know. Like that's literally yes. attaching your soul to an object, and like, yep, it ain't, uh, it ain't gonna be good. Just you know, yeah, don't do. Hey, didn't work out for Sauron, did it? He attached his ego to a ring. You throw that shit in a volcano, he's all gone. That's been the rain no? on games cast. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? You are. You're categorically not wrong. <laughs> yeah um, but yeah check check out check out uh, neil kobe pizza nico kobe pizza <laughs> get it hey don't dip me in soup please i don't nico doesn't float in soup um i don't but uh yeah uh that that'll be that and i i am writing uh a, an episode about near automata that will be out before the end of the month um Woo. and yeah that's uh I guess I'll do it for the podcast. This has been a long one. Holy shit. Um, but it's it's been very fun and I enjoyed I enjoyed talking with you, Nico, and I'll see you at E3 in two months. Uh, yeah, that's, that's the next time we'll see each other. Yeah, yeah. Um but no, uh we will we will be back uh next week with another edition of the Writing on Games cast. Thank you very much for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye. I'm not even gonna respect. Laugh it's not gonna happen. Respect. It's not gonna happen, Nico. Respect. What about respect? <laughs> Shit. It's something that's lacking on YouTube these days. <laughs>
Make sure to check out Big Hero 6 coming out in theaters next fall. Five Nights at Freddy's was a good game. <laughs>